millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This week in league, JT finishes his career where it all began, going balls deep in a cavernous cunt hole with his teammates. Ivan Cleary in need of a history lesson after telling the Tigers to go out and play like they can still make the finals. BJ Leilua unveils his latest creation, BJ Lenor, after removing three of the Warriors' ribs. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for week one of the finals of the 2018 NRL season. All that and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 303 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Good, man. Excited for the finals. Yeah, got a, yeah you, you got the, the, the hashtag uh, stepdad dick is all fucking uh, <laughs> lipsticks out in, in anticipation of our finals action. That's it. <laughs> got any stories to share for this week? Oh, I, um... How's the receptacles? <laughs> Look, met up with a... Lovely young lady. She was in town. Um, okay, so as opposed to works being- for an airline. Okay. Unfortunately, she. I believe they. I believe they. I believe they'd like to be called air waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, Sky. I, I call them ha. Sky help. High altitude receptacle. <laughs> um, no, I was at low altitude. Yeah. Um, people that travel frequently will. We'll understand this. Unfortunately for me, um, she was a Qantas stewardess, not a virgin one. <laughs> so, um, I applaud Qantas on your non-discriminatory hiring practices. <laughs> Enough said. Um, welcome to a uh, new listener who's uh, on, on Twitter. Nick is uh, at Nick Nicorus. So that's an N-I-C-K-N-I-C-K-O-R-I-S. Get around him. New listener, almost tore a Peter Wallace laughing at the high note committing to getting to Snip if Sharks won the premiership. In light of recent events, does this mean he's going to sew it back on if they get done? Ooh. Well, I mean, you, you, regrets. <laughs> You'd have a few. <laughs> um, look, I, I think I think that you know, obviously this uh, this uh, Sharky's business is, it looks to be storming a teacup, you know, to me. It's definitely not... Uh, de- definitely not uh, Stripping titles level stuff, um, and even if they did, they'd probably just fucking act like the, the storm doing, be like, you know, still have the trophies or whatever, and yeah. still, you know, have have the banners or whatever, That's you it. know, for those years. And the thirteen men on that field sweat and bled just the yeah. same as they yeah. still won that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Look, you- I I have a client who yeah. um is a member of the Thoroughbreds. Okay. And can confirm, one hundred percent dodgy backdoor shit. Yeah, yeah, goes on. Yeah, uh, and you remember that poor Australian girl that got done in customs with the drugs in the headphones. Mm-hmm. Yep, Cassie something. Yeah, fat Cassie, I believe. So her name is. things like that happen. Yep. when 
you know, big drug companies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, cartels are businesses in a sense. I mean, they have an organisational structure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you expense your bullets? Um, I don't even know what accent the fucking country was at. Um, that the- was like that was like a fucking old guapo in Three Amigos. <laughs> Fucking bad. Would you every, say I have a plethora? <laughs> every accent I do now ends up like fucking something at a hotel Transylvania because that's all I've watched for the last fucking six months. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kid <laughs> movie in rotation at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's offered up as a sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. They're tipped off to a person going through with a small yeah. amount of yep, yep. drugs and all of the forces and attentions focused on them. And then the big ones fly through. That's it. In the in the melee. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so who's the who's the one that's so who's the, well, the, the Cronulla you know, okay. self-reporting? Anytime uh, a club okay. self-reports, yeah, yeah, you got to look um, at it suspiciously. Yeah, he said one hundred percent it goes on. Yeah, of course it does. Um, and there is no way, it, like even our famous line, the only way you bust him is a disgruntled employee. Yep, yep. He, he said there are no disgruntled employees in the process in the way they do it. Yeah, yeah. There is no chance at all yep. that there is. Anyone that yep. gets punted from the Broncos and gets the shits and yep. Yep. and dumps on it, yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that was just Buzz Rothfield pissed off that Fafita and Dugan called him a cockhead. And- it was. It was exactly that. I mean, the timing was just like it was just spot on. And look, you know, like it or not. Buzz Rothfield is is he ha- does have power, and especially in terms of the you know Sydney media and the and the rugby league media and the way and and he's definitely a driving force behind the sports in in Daily Telegraph and stuff as well. I don't know. I said I, I said did I say the UFC story on the show? Or did well, I say you, well, you I listen to say it again? Yeah. Well, yeah, um, when I was doing the MMA podcast, uh, Buzz Rothfield uh, he started a, a crusade against the UFC, and he was and to the point where you know if you remember the the masthead at the back of the uh, Daily Telegraph on the sports the sports masthead at the back it would have like a you know like the the circle with the red circle with the cross through it and it's like UFC free zone sort of thing and he was just going off and then so we got on Twitter one day um, from the account from, and said look and he, and he did this article and he was just it was just full of the usual bullshit, like the human cockfighting and and like all these actual like factually wrong things. They weren't opinions. He was he was saying all these things that were actually wrong. And so I was like, let's get this cunt on the fucking on the podcast and just point by point taking through everything everything he's fucking said wrong and making look like a fucking idiot, you know? Because at the end of the day, he's just uneducated about the whole thing. And um, it was all lined up, good to go. And this is done on this is done on the public on the main timeline. And then fucking like not you know an hour later, start getting DMs from the UFC going, don't, don't, seriously, don't. Like he's well, we've we've had, we've had to work really fucking hard to to get where we are in Australia in terms of like the media. And don't fucking don't antagonise him because he'll fucking like you know it'll be bad, it'll go badly for us if you do it. And yeah, like, fucking fuck, and okay. that was the, and that was the UFC's PR telling us not to do it so so that just said that and like that's a sport that doesn't it has more of like a don't give a fuck image to it than footy does as well you know what 100%. i mean and um and the fact that they were they were fucking terrified and this is like not that long ago this is like fucking 2017 or something or 2016 late 2016 so it's not like it was fucking back in like 2005 when you know, it was barely established a foothold. I mean, yeah, they had they yeah, had a fucking yeah, yeah. ten events in Australia by that stage. I mean, yeah, it wasn't okay. it wasn't like it was a new thing. So, for them to still be so fucking scared, it was, um, 
you know, it just goes to show, and and it just goes to show. Look at all the shit that seems to be that salary cap shit, and then like, and it's just been smashed Cronulla, you know, yeah. for everything, everything we can. Yep. It's great because it's not manly for once, but like that's it, it, it's it, not even smashed Cronulla. That was a fucking shot across the bow, yeah, to players, yeah, you know, keep your fucking mouth shut, and that's and that's why I've always been like against. Not against it, but I'm but like not seeking out player interviews on this show ever for the simple fact that you've got a couple of layers of fucking of fuckery that can go on between between us and the us and the player. Yeah, where if we get a player who's actually you know being honest and and you know just speaking their mind, and if they say anything, they've got their management can fuck them over, their club can yeah. fuck them over, the NRL itself can fuck them over. Then they go through the, all the media. And it's just it's just not fucking worth it, and I don't want to fucking listen to you know just cliches from someone who's not going yeah. to say anything real. And we we don't want to put out fucking edited shit. We don't want yeah, something yeah. where we talk to somebody, but yep. then it has to go through their management, and they're like, you can only use from fucking two twenty yeah. to yeah, you know three ten. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So fuck that shit. Um. It's been a place getting drugged through this this daily telegraph shit. It's lit a fire under yourself, and in terms of the media in general, but it's sprung up again this week because there was a tweet from the Daily Telegraph, like fucking you know, what's your club doing for Mad Monday? You know, see anything? Send us some photographs. And, have you got you know, pics? Have you got Send pics? It here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, not you know, a couple of hours later, like for the afternoon edition, then it's like, oh look, here's fucking pictures of the doggies acting up on Mad Monday. You know, getting drunk on Mad Monday and you yeah. know, acting like honestly, look, look. I mean, I'm not going to be this fucking you know, someone think of the children guy. But at the end of the day, this is not fucking new, and I don't think it's especially bad. I mean, in a public fucking thing, you know, like obviously, you know, you know just being being absolutely fucking <coughs> off, off your face and everything like that is, yeah, you know, that's, that's it. You know, role model, blah blah, you know, all that sort of thing. However. Come on, man, if you've got to fucking catch them, if you're so intent on catching people, you know, doing something that's, you know, mildly report worthy and, you know, you're shooting it through like a fucking 400 mil lens yeah, to, to have to get it. Yeah. I mean, you just, you know, so much to talk the fucking game up. Like, I mean, they're literally trying to find, they, they, they had nothing. Yeah. So they solicited it from people yep. and then they, and then they ultimately get these fucking long range pap shots. Ugh. There's two parts to this. One one of them, I'm disappointed. One of them, I'm angry. And in just generalise here and say the clubs, mm-hmm. right? we're talking about the dogs. The fact that these fucking shit sucking parasites are out there is not new. Yeah, and, and I mean a lot of clubs do like fully like they're locked down, and you you don't know shit. exactly. And and like, I don't, I don't begrudge yeah. the players at all. Fucking you know, getting loose. I mean, it's a traditional thing. Every fucking like even yep. any level of sport. Yep. That I've played, we've done it yep. after the season. Exactly. Like, you know, it, like it's it's the thing. And I mean, you know, you can argue that maybe it shouldn't be the thing, but fuck, mate. It. We even do it at the end of the season of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yes. I got fucking RSA to El Loco like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That, well, three years ago, yeah, that, well, 2016. That was, that was like the most balling moment of your life. You get RSA'd from somewhere, jump in your Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, fuck you, fuck you bitch. <laughs> Save the whales. <laughs> um, but it really, Canterbury, you know guys are going to get pissy. Yeah. And I'm not saying that what they did was overly bad. Yeah. 
However, don't give these fuckheads ammunition. the ammunition, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, the, the, there was nothing in there that you would not see on any Friday night. It yeah. doesn't mean it's a good look for a professional sporting club, but that is the worst it is, a poor look. Yeah. That is the worst it fucking is. Yeah. Right? A couple of things that are fucked off. There was some idiot on Twitter saying that he used to be Todd Greenberg's chief operating officer and he's this and he's this and he's this. And he turned the TV on and his kids said, Daddy, why is the football player nude? And oh, so now- Come on. You know, and he, he's a voting um, Bulldogs member. Uh, you know. <sighs> so then this guy goes out and goes, we live on the Gold Coast and we're now Brisbane Broncos fans. <laughs> Let's just fucking unpack that for a second. What an absolute fucking piece of shit for not supporting your local club. If you're yeah. happy to change- Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, go to the Titans. You live on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Support your fucking local team. It's always free seats. There are. Second, for a man that's fucking doing that out of principle, I'm happy with Matt Lodge. Yeah. I'll go to that club. And going back to the you know, Alhambra bar and you know, things, yeah. things that are more in tune with the, you know. It, fucking yeah. hell. But the worst part of this, the fucking worst part about this are these absolute shithead, agenda-driven, no-ethic-having, piece-of-shit journalists. Mm-hmm. And I'll call out the worst part, you hypocritical fucking shit stains. <laughs> the whole angle of your fucking moral high ground cunt crusade here is they were showing their bottoms and penises <laughs> and people could have seen them. Yeah. Maybe these people didn't have a bottom or a penis and would have been shocked by the appearance. And so because that is such a terrible thing that you must crusade against it, you decide to broaden the audience of people seeing dicks and asses to the tune of hundreds of thousands. And the rest, because, I mean, they run it on the news. There are some millions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Maybe I'm overestimating their fucking circulation there. Well, the the fucking media form that they work in, you archaic cockheads. Yeah. But- that level of hypocrisy, yeah, and and to call yourself a, a journalist, there's no insight, there's no analysis, there's no there's, public for the public good, you know, you know it, it, there is nothing there, yeah, you know, and these are the same fuckheads that bitch and moan every time a coach does something they don't like, mm-hmm. uh, a player does something they don't like. Or a player yeah. or a coach or a, or a club stonewall them and yeah. don't give them- Like, they're know. calling for resignations of the fucking NRL CEO because a player called a journalist a cockhead. Yeah. Or fuck with. Or fuck with. Yeah, fuck with. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I am extending an open invitation to fucking Buzz Rothfield, Paul Kent, or that fucking- Crawley. Was it Crawley? Crawley. Crawley was the one he was, yeah. Oh, and he's the fucking one who- Asks Ivan Cleary, will you be at the Tigers in 2019? And Ivan goes, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I, I'm talking about the game. Yeah. And he runs a headline. Cleary refuses one can, to one confirm. Can, yeah. <laughs> you know, are yeah. you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, you're, you're either fucking slow. Yeah. Right? You are either, like, actually mentally slow or you're a scummy piece of shit. They're the only two options out of that. So here's an open invitation to all three of those. To fucking explain themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Put your money where your fucking mouth is, you know. This, it, this is do as I do. Yeah, yeah. 
come on the podcast, we won't edit anything unless you send, you know, unless you say penis or anus because that's unacceptable for no, public we consumption. We can't be having that. No, not at all. Um, but an open invitation to come on the show. We'll ask you questions. You provide answers. And do your service to the fans, which you always fucking harp on about that players and coaches need to do. Yeah. Fucking low life. And it's funny, like, after a season, this, this to me, I mean, maybe it's just recency bias, but, I mean, to me it feels like this season's been the most, the, the, the most crisis-y season in terms of media shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, the NRL in crisis, hashtag, whatever. You know. But um, then you see the, the statistics and everything come out and the results from, you know, crowds, viewership, yeah. revenue. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all great. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, obviously, you know, there's not, you know, some crowds are better than others. And, I mean, there's definitely, yeah. you know, something that can be worked on. But you know what? However, on the whole, this has been a, a great – and and we get a top eight where it's like two points separating one from eight and four and against. And, there you go. Uh, like, it, it, by every – almost every metric, it's been yeah. a, a, a fantastic year and certainly not a crisis year yeah. for the NRL. This is the thing. You had a fucking choice. You know, in pre- previous Mad Mondays, there's been fucking the Monaghan thing, mm-hmm. and there was Cronulla with the strippers, and the. the, 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 the. And I think I mean Gallon fucking snotted uh, Bowdenny or someone. Well, whatever yeah. it was. But if you look at like the scale of, well, that's not too good. Yeah. It's fucking declining. Yeah. How about an article saying, what a fucking great Mad Monday? The worst we had was this, was this guy getting naked. Yeah. And spewing on the ground. Yeah. You know, from yeah. seasons gone where we've had such, bring up par shit, great, get your fucking outrage takes there. Yeah. You know, but you control the narrative in your fucking story. Yeah. 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 Didn't hear, didn't hear, didn't hear any, any uh, reports from the Manly one. The, the theme of their one was, um, was movies in, that came out in the year in which you were born. And so I was like, and I saw um, George Tafu was dressed up as Wesley Snipes in White Man Can't Jump, and Lewis Brown was dressed up <laughs> as, as, as Woody Harrelson character. As a white man, you could rename White Man Can't Play with old, old Lewis Brown. And uh, I didn't see any other ones because I don't follow. I don't follow players on Instagram stuff, so I don't see a lot of it. But I saw, I did see, I did see that photo from George or whoever put it up in the club. But um, and then well, you know, the, the thing you didn't mention in that whole business is that then the then they conflate that with the Trent Merrin oh, up a couple of days a couple of days earlier, Fuck which did which didn't actually rate a mention at the time. Four days prior. Yeah, yeah. Four days prior. Yeah. Panthers put out a tweet. This from the Panthers fucking Twitter account. Yeah. They're doing a promo shot. I think it was Nathan Cleary was about to be photographed looking yep. like he's taking a conversion or whatever it was. Yep. And it was like it was night time. Then you know, if you yeah. didn't see it, it's night time on the field, and they've got all like you know the soft boxes lit up and everything yep. set up for a, it's like a proper photo they're, shoot going they're on. Lights for normal people. <laughs> lights, just say lights. <laughs> Northern beaches snob, but um, and then Mez runs in, completely starkers. Yep. Good thing they blurred out the fucking peen and a noose. Pretty pr- when, when he ran know. when he ran back. I mean, they didn't have to scale that emoji much though that they put over his package. Was it an emoji? Oh, I just thought it was a blur. I thought the one I saw they had like a like, had like emojis on there. I didn't see the official Panthers one. This was I saw it. Uh, whatever was tweeted to no, us. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, Maybe I saw the Saguna edit. So, <laughs> so he's run in naked. He's kicked the ball poorly. Turned around, had run a, out had, again, had a giggle, and uh, yeah. And that was that. That was by a club. Actually, really, yeah. I mean, they they, they clearly didn't. Give, they, you know? they clearly didn't have any problem and, with it. 
And you tell me that 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 social media team didn't have fucking clear instructions on, can we do this? Yes, we can. Yep. You know, so so that's fine. And yeah, okay, that was a controlled environment. The dogs were out in public and, you know, whatever. But it was only after the Telegraph ran the fucking story about how horrible it was that, you know, there was a... The, the peen that may have been seen, mm-hmm. um, then Channel 9 ran the Penrith story. Yeah. Four fucking days later. Yeah. So, you know, th- that's now the narrative. Oh, fuck, they did that, and that would have generated some fucking clicks. And, and like, it's, and it's just, this, it's obviously like the journalism thing, they're, they're a pack of cunts, and, uh, and, but all, it's, it's, it's also this fucking like current, it's also of the day, like yeah. this current day shit of this fucking mentality of like, I don't like that. I want to see people get sacked over it. So I'm going to try, like, fucking does my head in. It's awesome. I just want the NRL to have some fucking balls. Oh, the NRL got some balls. Do you want me to tell you about their balls? Oh, please. Three minutes ago. The furious NRL CEO, Todd Greenberg, says action will no doubt be taken against Canterbury, claiming the club's mad Monday antics have let the game down ahead of the finals. The NRL and the Bulldogs have launched an investigation after News Corp Australia pictures showing players stripping naked and vomiting in the street during their end-of-season drinks at a Sydney hotel on Monday night. Police say they have not received an official complaint, but are investigating the pub over possible licensing breaches. So well, like, I, I guess they got. I guess they got what they want, right? It's a black eye for the game. They say. I've, I mean, in no. terms of, in terms of monitoring social media and things like that. I mean, I, I what from what I've seen is basically people are like fucking leave them alone. You this know? is this is a lack of balls. That is a lack of fucking yeah. balls. Yeah, exactly. That that is. I'm sorry, you can't, castration. It's, it's it's not a visual medium, but I mean, like the <laughs> the, uh, the the balls as air quotes. Around. <laughs> sorry, you know. The worst part is. These are fucking entities that have the TV broadcast rights for the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's Channel Nine and the fucking um, the Fox yeah. distribution networks. Yeah, they're the ones that have the broadcasting rights for the game. Hey, fucking NRL! How about next time you do this, you you put a thing out that they they're not to have fucking tabloid style articles. Yep. Involving it, or come out and say, "This is our belief." Well, we're disappointed that players got drunk, and we'll definitely take this into account. We believe that in the scheme of things, you know, vomiting. And I'm, yep. look, there's this thing: we're going to treat him like any other citizen. Is public nudity a crime? Is what he did like if if you or I were starkers in that pub on a Monday, could mm-hmm. we get arrested for public indecency? Oh, certainly. If there was a lovely, yep. then we've referred that to the police, and we'll be treated like a member of the public there. Mm-hmm. We want to show that our players are not above the law. Yep. And it's fucking done. Yep. And was it, uh, is uh, spewing up a crime? No. Well, I mean, I guess they say, yeah, look at, you know, well, you know, was that guy served when he was, you know, when he was yeah. too drunk or whatever? Did you know, did, the cl- did the club, you know, breach or did the pub breach, like, you know, any RSA yeah. sort of stuff? Oh, it's just fucking. Fucking stand up for yourselves. Because when you go into the negotiating table for the next broadcast deal, these cunts have got you before you even walk in the door. Yeah, and of course, I mean, like, you know, they're the only show in town, I mean, like, in terms of Foxtel. So, no, yeah. well, look what Optus did with the soccer. Now, that yeah. didn't turn out well from an no. execution point no, of view. No, it didn't. But they came in and went, well, actually, we'll fucking throw a hat in the ring here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like I said, they've got to, you know, they've actually got to do it too. I've never heard yeah. of them being mentioned at all. 
yeah. when the rights deals have come up the last two times, yeah. you know. So, open invitation. You three fucking gutless pricks. Yep. Come on here and catch, catch, catch these hands, motherfucker! Catch, <laughs> catch the, step, catch the, catch the fucking, catch the step, catch the dick. step dick. <laughs> catch the step dick, motherfuckers! Okay, uh, recaps for the final round of the uh, 2018 NRL season. Kicked off on Thursday night with the South Sydney Rabbitohs 51, defeating the West Tigers 10 at uh, ANZ in front of a crowd of a tick over 12,000. The Rabbitohs tries to Jennings, Reynolds, Crichton, Walker, Graham, Johnson, Burgess, T, and John Sutton. Reynolds, six of seven conversions. Jason Clark got a ceremonial one. Uh, two penalty goals to Reynolds and the field goal. Tigers 10 tries to uh, Betty White and Nofaluma. And uh, Isan masters one of his two conversion attempts. Well, yes, I, said, um... I said this to you earlier, and I'll, just, and I'll say it for the, for the record now. There's a lot of things I don't understand that happened, happened this season in rugby league. Um, but... One of the one of the ones is, that's right up there is it felt like last week the West Tigers were one Broncos or one Warriors falter away yeah. from making the finals. Yep, that felt like a week ago. Yet somehow they ended up three games out of the eight. I, I mean, I, I I don't understand this mathematical nature. The West Tigers are rugby league's French onion dip. Okay, yeah. unpack it. Okay, when you were growing up uh-huh. as, as a young Aussie in the whatever late eighties, early nineties, yeah, at any special events, there would inevitably be that like brown wooden bowl that had <laughs> sour cream and a packet of powdered French onion soup. <laughs> and you'd be even better if you ate it with chicken crimpies. That was just fucking all time. Some, uh, red and green pickled onions. <laughs> No matter what else is going on in my life, no matter what challenges, there's just that comfort of a simpler time and that everything's just as it should be. Can I just say, in a business sense, Sizzler would still be operational if if, if those two items were on their buffet. (laughs) Oh, you might need some cabana. (laughs) If I could throw some cabana in there as well, like you said, you you need to have both, you need to have the red and the green pickled onions. Cabana. You can't. You got to have both. You have both kinds. The white ones. The you don't be ridiculous. <laughs> cubes of cheese. Yes. The cubes of cheese have got to be there. Yeah, cabana. And I mean, you get, you, the crimpies need to be there. You need to, but you also have to have jats in there as well. Yeah. And if you, if you, you know, fuck, yeah, you know, fuck your water crackers. <laughs> you know, cabana, win, winner of Australia's most uh, continental food, nineteen seventy nine to nineteen eighty seven. <laughs> Oh, yes, but um, it's just nice to know that some things never change. The, the last round of the season and the Tigers. It's <laughs> but uh, fuck these bunnies, that back line. Well, fine, this is finally though. Yeah. Like, fine, like, yeah. they, they've, they've been average over the last month. Yes. And they had to start to taper 
like some of the other teams, like very like not not all of them, but you know some of them have uh, have, have shown some finals ish form. Yep. Uh, or like at least they're trying to you know they're sort of building something. Finally, yep. the Rabbitohs come out and go boom. They've signalled their intentions now. Yeah. Uh, things look to be. Well, they had a very good game against Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Then a close one against the Roosters the week after. I think that was yeah. to their detriment. Yeah. Um, but look for. For 20 minutes in, 25 in, this was a nice, close game. And the Rabbitohs looked on top, but really couldn't mm. crack them. Uh, and You've just described half of the season for the West Tigers. Yeah, true. Too. And, and I thought, okay, well, he, here's this scrappy defensive Tigers outfit that the season's been built on, their early season success was built on, because they were they were a fucking wall for some games earlier yeah, in this yeah. season. Um. And and then it was the the thing I notice on watching the game again is the ease of the South's tries. Yep. It it seemed to be that when they went away that the Tigers defence was prepared for or, or or anticipated, the Tigers shut them down yep. fairly simply and they were very efficient. But the Tigers overthought a couple of things and were expecting long sweeps and all of a sudden you've just got a fucking Burgess crashing through and it was yep. the Crichton try yeah. that that seemed to open the floodgates. Yep. From there on in. That's when they realised they weren't going to win three out of their last one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment they knew. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, yeah, then, then it was just stuff like, you know, Sutton's line break. Yeah. Was the... The slowest line break. Just those two, those two, the- those two words is like military intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that could have been better was a sudden line break passing off to a supporting Jamie Lyon. That would have been the slowest play in the history. <laughs> well, of the no, game. Well, you need you need to, you need to have like a supporting like it have to be like a like a Adam Cuthbertson or like a George Rose or some sort of thing like that. Yeah, no, but they're actually slow. Yeah, also, but I, yeah, well, but I'm Sutton, I've never, I've never accused Sutton of being fast. I mean, Jamie Lyon kind of fast than he looks. He's like a skinny fat dude, like, like no, a fat Sut- skinny dude or something. Sutton's not like a a slow, like a George Rose. He's a slow guy. Yeah, Sutton's not a slow guy. He's a big guy. Oh, he's not that big to be that slow though. That's where you can fucking Sutton. <laughs> yeah, he's not that big to be that slow. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Um, you need to be thirty kilos heavier to be that slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. It really was nice to see the, the rabbits get up. And, and like they've done a lot of the year, you know, they lost Sam Burgess early. Previous seasons, that would have been, oh, okay, now. But Bunny's gone. But that's because these Burgesses, they, for the Burgess, they, they rotate the good years. Like <coughs> like 2014, undeniably, yeah. was Sam Burgess. Yeah. Yes. But then George had 2015. Yes. Then they all, then they kind of went, and then Sam was gone, and then and then George had to sort of carry it a bit. But then, yeah. then, then it was just like this... Dull like nothing like, and now the, all three of them have burst back onto the scene again. But it's yep. not, more often than not, it's you know, it's Thomas Lee like for the first time. He's the one that's the one. It's the also good the, one. You know, the same thing. You got to remember the the Burgess breakthrough was in a different interchange era. Yeah, where you know he he was playing fewer minutes and yeah, you know that. So still playing the role of the good Burgess in 2018 <laughs> is Thomas <laughs> for the first time in his career. <laughs> oh, I love it. <sighs> all right. Anything else to say, Nathan? No. All right, Stuart Marler says, uh, for all the talk of coming ninth, always a win away from playing finals football, the Tigers' season ends before everyone else's. <laughs> uh, Rishi underscore Rishi, unable to read the table properly, pl- properly, the Tigers proceed to cement ninth by laying a turd against the Bunnies. We yes. fucking own ninth. This is our house. <laughs> and our hammers, I say, our Tigers honouring 
at Hey Sam Warden by getting perma banned from finals football. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, yes, listener Sam um, had his Twitter account perma banned for some fucking reason. Um, the Warriors 20 defeated the Raiders 16 at Mount Smart. Good crowd, just a tick over 24,500. The Warriors 20 tries to Solomon Akata, David Fusatua, and Peter Hiku. Uh, where are we? Sean Johnson won conversion and three penalty goals. The Raiders 16 tries to uh, Josh Papali'i, Elliot Whitehead, also with the try. <coughs> Sam Williams, a couple of goals, a couple of conversions. And the Warriors just got there. <laughs> That's really they just they just got there. I mean, Canberra, you know, have had a good run of form over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, a fantastic run of form. Like uh, much delayed and uh, overdue run of form. They kind of, they they kind of played like the the premiership contenders that were touted to be at the start of the season. Yeah. They were knocking off good teams who weren't exactly. It wasn't like they were yeah. ta- the good teams weren't tanking or anything. Yeah, they they legitimately fucking won these games. They played well. I'm not sure Canberra had had that many horrible games. I think they had some diabolical well, they, twenty minute. Yeah, I mean, that, it's I I don't think you can overstate the 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 the, the, the last fifteen minutes sort of stuff in Canberra games. I mean, yeah. it was so bad that it was definitely it became a thing. Yeah, and that's not this year either. That's you know it's no. over, it's over two or three years. That's it. But um. <sighs> The positive signs out of this one, I think the, the Warriors, uh, there was a definite change in how they're playing their football, especially defensively, mm-hmm. and and that was one of the secrets of their early season success. They've gone back to that, well, we're going to come right out of the blocks and we're just going to have more energy and more intensity than you. Mm-hmm. You know, For the first you know, eight minutes, I think it was, of the game, there was four in almost every tackle. There was impact there was drive back they were controlling yep. every single set and you're looking you know after 10 minutes the raiders were walking on side on the third tackle yeah and they're a big team so yep. they're going to be yep. more affected by that sort of stuff and that's been that's always been the but, way that it has been with canberra over the last over their current sort of era as well yeah if you try yeah they're big some big guys if you run, get them run pop, around yeah, yeah. that's it let them run through you and you fuck because they're you know they're scoring all over you and but yeah, that's it i'd back that plan against any of the other teams in the top eight yeah i think some are more susceptible than others though it'd, and i don't think any are as susceptible as the raiders it'd not not as yeah but if you're looking for any advantage in finals football yeah, yeah. it's not a dumb play um i'd really like to see next year the raiders break down a little bit in, in terms of, like, Hodgson was such a fucking dynamic player for them last year, and he had yeah. his injuries. We had a lot of injury, yeah, yeah. This year. Um, but there, there's so many times where I think players in the line need to take some initiative. Yep. Like, the amount of times that he was set up at dummy half to go left, and if all that had happened was somebody popped up on the short side and called the ball. Yep. There were three Warriors players offside. Yep. You know, stuff like that yep. can change the momentum of a game completely. You get re- repeat sets. It, it changes your field position. You're not in trouble in your end all the time. Well, how many times have you seen that happen it, in games where, like, you know, the, there'll be a bunch of guys offside. They, they get the penalty for offside. Guy takes a quick tap, jams into a guy. Yeah. Gets him out of, the, gets him out of there for yeah. 10 minutes. Valid stri- this year. This is the first year where it's been... Policed and uh, well, policed enough to the point that it's a valid strategy, and it happens every week. Yeah, you know on per- I mean? like people yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, people are doing it on purpose. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, now I got an issue with that. 
like it, oh fuck it yeah like put don't yeah I, I know his reflex right? in trying to in you know guys come at you oh yeah no but you know like the Parramatta one this week yeah that was a dead set fucking okay that was yeah. dumb go for yeah. ten yeah you can't yeah. But those ones where they run into the back of them, like the Billy Slater fucking yeah, I I, I, I don't think running into the back is because I mean that's a guy that's retreating on side, you know, to, trying to get back on side. I think running in the back, I don't think. The, oh no, they sent Billy Slater had two of them this year. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't think that I don't. <coughs> that shouldn't be. A that shouldn't. That shouldn't be the, the where, where it should be is when if you if you can run at the guy that's retreating like the, in, in terms of backpedaling and he's like he's facing the opposition and you run at him and he fucking grabs you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Get I don't. Off. I, I don't think running into the back of a retreating guy I, should be a binning. I mean, yeah. you, see, you can go another penalty if you want to, because I mean, fair. I mean, that happens. That, that you know, that dummy halfs always catch guys offside and and do that. You know, that's fine. Yeah. But, the yeah. Dummy halfs can do that. That yeah. That's not a worry at all. But to me, that's the same as that fucking shit Milford was doing, where he was turning around and passing the ball into the person on the ground. In the yeah. Park. Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Technically, when they stamped that out, they realised that was you know bullshit. Yep. And um. But yeah, the the, the Warriors are, are on a roll, you know. Yeah, well, look, they got this. This is a good one because I mean, you know, Canberra Canberra still played okay in this game, and um, and mm. obviously dangerous, especially when you you know clinging onto a narrow eighteen to sixteen lead, and then it become twenty to sixteen, just kicking goals to stay ahead. Yeah. Um. So look, if nothing else, I mean, the way that I mean, that twenty sixteen lead, what they must have taken that in about like you know, mm. fifteen twenty minutes to go it was quite a while, and so if, to actually. Yeah, it's not a bad little, you know, finals tune up in terms of uh, defending a tight, you know, yeah. a close game. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, the Biddles won. Said, uh, Hart says, fuck Adam Blair, the cum stain of grubby is and fuck the pocket ref. Head is Warriors defensive weapon. So many post-tackle meters. Raiders, you'll discipline too costly yet again. I'm emotionally exhausted from this season. Hashtag thank fuck it's over. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Um, the Panthers, 22 to feed the Storm, 16 down at the Korean Housewife, just over 20,500 in attendance. The Storm, six, oh, sorry, the Panthers, 22 tries, a double to Mansour, a double to Blake. Christian Crichton also with a try. Um, Nathan Cleary, a goal, a penalty goal. And fucking, yeah. is that the first time? Like, that's, that is by far, I mean, obviously 0%. You can't, <laughs> you can't get worse for 0% conversion. So, I mean, of course, it's, it's, it's at least tied with his worst effort. But yeah. I mean, that was just fucking, that was bad, man. Uh, the Storm, uh, tries to, um, Wanda Sykes, Scott Drinkwater, a uh, couple of conversions to Smith and a couple of penalty goals as well. It was nice to see that there was a game where, a whole bunch of shit didn't go Penrith's way. To say the least. And they had the resilience that... To not let them. it absolutely fuck them out exactly. of the entire game. Yeah. But to, that that was their MO again earlier yep. in the season, pre-origin. Yep. They were successful because it was, okay, you want to send one of us to the bin? Yep. We'll score against the grain. You know, you want to do this? We'll condense and fucking rush our line every yep. single play for ten minutes, yep. and you won't get through us. Yep. Um, that was nice. Control and penalties are still a fucking massive issue, um, but for them to put on that performance, and and I know that the Storm had key players out, literally, yeah, like a half um, there, yeah. So you know, Mun- Munster's crucial to that team. I think Munster. Yeah. I think Munster's there. The storm win, to be honest. No. That's the only difference they needed. The Storm would have won that game, I think, with Munster there. That's the only difference they needed. They just lacked that one extra option. And as it, and as it turned out, you almost let them fucking come back and win. Does, and does Munster anyway. have a hairdressing salon that would have gone and put Wonga Blake's cornrows back in? 
Because <laughs> that's the only way Penrith lose. <laughs> really. Um, and and it, it's back to that that smart heads up style of football. You know, the the thing with Penrith is I think they got back to that whole well, you know, it seems to be that if we just do things, tries happen, and so we're just gonna do some things. Now it's more that that smart heads up football where on a break, Cleary's got the nouse to be okay, well he's over there, there's no one in front of him, I can see what's up and I'm gonna put a kick in. That's an unconventional play in that situation. And it came off. Yeah. That's- I mean, in the day, we had some. We had some. I mean, that was that was the fortunate you know, that that Cleary kicked it from from right to left down the corner. That was a good yeah. try. But then it was essentially like you won one by six against a Melbourne Storm without seven players, and essentially an intercept try was the difference. Or that you know the the Crichton try, whatever it was. Oh, and um, <laughs> they're worth the same as any. So other. I'm not. Yeah, it absolutely is. But and a, and uh, I'm not sure there was so much smart heads up heads up play there. I think it was um, that, more. That's extremely smart heads up play to catch that ball and then get. Up and th- run. Yeah, but I mean, you're t- you're talking is in terms of overall structure of the structure of their their. I'm, their, I'm talking their about Cleary specifically. I don't think there was. I don't think there was as much improvement in Penrith as you know, just because it was a win. Not at all. You know what I mean? Not, Not at all. all. Um, but when we've thrown more intercepts than anyone else in the competition, it was nice. Well, to- I mean, you know, the holder of the Maloney is the holder of the crown, isn't so it? So it's I mean? it's all relative. <laughs> um, you know who gave away the most penalties this year? Who? Um, Jakey Turbo was it? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Can say the the non palsied Tur brother. <laughs> it was it, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's basically just a tackle a, a tackling machine, and he'll tackle anything, including if he's half the distance to the goal line on yeah. goal line defence and stuff. That's what happened. To cut. But I mean, at the end of the day. I mean, I, I appreciate that ethic because, I mean, especially there was one I remember in the Broncos game when he was – they were only like three metres out and he might have been one metre off the line or something like yeah. that. But at the end of the day, if you don't make that tackle, it's fucking like it's under yeah. the stick. So, That's like, it. you know. Um, but, you know, look at last year. Penrith got trounced by Melbourne and uh, Melbourne uh, Manly. In final round. Last yep. round. Yep. Um, and then went in round one. Yep. And just absolutely dominated. Like, we're a different team. Different team, so different team from the final round. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So I think coming out of a bad form situation, this was crucial for confidence. Yeah, yeah, and uh, playing on the one of the hot teams <laughs> in the uh, in the final series. But uh, look, you know, let's face it, still it's better to be playing it there than over there. Better be in the finals. Well, that's well, you know, well, you know, that's arguable. I mean, honestly, if it, I mean the amount of two point losses and one point losses Manly had, if they had to turn those around and scrape them to eight, it's just be fucking prolonging the fucking misery. Really, like <laughs> at the end at the end of the day, there are some seasons that you just want to go fuck this kind of a fucking. I just don't want to fucking know about it. And the one and the one good thing is, I mean, like the NFL starts literally Friday. My team's playing Thursday night, like first game yeah. of the season. So it's beautiful. I can just dovetail straight into that. It season. is good. You are closer to the Cartwright announcement. Yeah, fuck yeah! I want to talk about that news thing. I was, like, I'll tell you right now, the day that Tuvi, the day that Tuvi got sacked, I sent an email <gasps> to cancel my membership. Yeah, and not renewing it until Barrett is gone. But let me tell you, I'm not fucking. If, 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 and if if they if 
honestly, if that story is correct, that's come out saying that like Michael Maguire wants the fucking job and will not get the job and instead goes to John Cartwright, then fucking guess what, cunts? No, I'm not fucking. I will not. And the difference is, like, I mean, I've, I'm obviously like fucking Sicilian in terms of like the way that I fucking like hold grudges and you know, vendetta and shit over time. Like, this, when I put a G hat oh, on something, great. it's it's for life. And let me tell you, but that's, that's, I'm a fucking, what I would consider a hard line, a hard liner on that sort of thing. Like out of principle, I will fucking do that and I'll die on that hill fucking, you know, for eternity. However, there are other people who are more moderate in that sort of thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's the club. Yeah. No matter what the club gives them in terms of administration and that, like I always support the players, but like, you know, there are people who go, oh, just do it out of habit or, you know, whatever, or, you know, because it makes them feel fucking like, you know, their little penis is fucking bigger or something. I don't know. Or they're fucking, you know, pussy tighter. I don't know. Whatever makes them feel good. That's what I'm trying to say. But there's a lot of those types of people who have like said, Nah, man. <laughs> if that's car, if, if they if they fucking sign car right, especially for the re- especially for the, the 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 point form of the things that I've seen is Maguire wants a job. Cartwright Cartwright wants a job. Cartwright get the job because he's cheaper. If that's the fucking decision making process, you're gonna buy you get a coach because he's cheaper. Then there's a lot of fucking moderate people as well, and I guarantee you the membership numbers will fucking like I'm not gonna guarantee halve. But I guarantee you they'll go down twenty five percent minimum if that happens. Eh. And the problem is that, like you know, there's always there's always going to be those fans that are kind of like the the less invested ones that just do it because they just keep signing up for the membership and they yeah. they're not fucking invested. But they're not the ones like it's the fucking hardcore ones that you know turn up to the games when it's fucking rain, you know, pissing down rain and all that sure. sort of stuff. And they're the ones that gonna are gonna fuck off because of that sort of shit. So. Totally off track because we were talking about the Panthers game, and so let's- no, we finished there. Panthers. No, we're going to do the tweets on, though, on so. their way to the undefeated premiership. Well, I guess someone's got to take up the Glens mantle because the Tigers certainly fucking aren't. Okay, um, Leroy Brown, nineteen seventy-eight, R.I.P. Melbourne Storm. The only top eight side stumbling into the finals will be gone in two straight sets. Oof! <laughs> do you even watch your own team's games? Can't dead set. Ryan F. The best. I told you, cucksicles all fucking year we're the best team. And that, what, I, I don't even. Oh, that's right. That must have snuck in there because of the fucking Panthers. Oh. We'll get. We'll get. We'll get to the fucking Ryan F because he's taken a particular interest in you. Yes, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. I guess it's because. I guess it's because of whoever owns their real account. Whoever's alt this is. Yes, has taken interest in you. Sorry, my mistake. Um, and uh, Twill Magician, <laughs> the definition of a false positive. Um. Troy underscore 79. Good effort by the Panthers to beat the East Tigers. Um, Shanta 86 with the last word. Penrith broke their Melbourne hoodoo like I broke my hoodoo at a BNS ball. Yeah, you got there, but does it really count? <laughs> Very Hang good. What, what sort of hoodoo? The Melbourne hoodoo. No, uh, yes, I know the Melbourne hoodoo. I'm th- oh, the hunt- Shunter's hoodoo? I want to hear this BNS ball hoodoo oh, story. I, I just, I expect that that may have been when he fucking bro- you know, lost his virginity at a BNS. Here you go. Doing a, doing a Jamie Lyon imitation. Probably out of Bathurst or something. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking BNS is out of Lithgow. <laughs> oh, you need to take a. Pants down on her flap. She's got rum pig tattoos. 
<laughs> the tramp stamp, the rumping tramp stamp. No, it's because they put that on mud flaps. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's like mud pig. Like I'm doing a hand motion, like left and right. <laughs> I can imagine Santa going, "Well, it's correct. Diesel soot does indeed." <laughs> oh, Dragons well twenty. Mate. Dragons twenty four to feed the Knights fourteen uh, in Newcastle. Just under 25,000 and the uh, Dragons 24 tries to uh, straying in the year Jeremy Lattimore <laughs> Neno McDonald Dufty and Pereira um, Zach Lomax 3-4 conversions a penalty goal the uh, Knights 14 a double to Kenny Seo and uh, two dads Sean Kenny Dow a try Meany one of three conversions yeah look unfortunately I think Jeremy Lattimore's um, Australian of the year run for punching Cameron Smith in the dick is now dead in the water. Still possible nomination for the more prestigious well, prestigious well, uh, awards at the Twillies. <laughs> he, no, he, he was going to win. But we now have a cunt shark supporter uh, in true. Australia's top job. Yeah. And yep. he'll veto any dragon success at well, all. Yeah, I mean, our little, you know, little brother's was, always not going to let big brother fucking get their just, you know, just rewards. Yeah, that's yeah. it. He's, he's doing the fafita and he's doing the, the mouth off symbol. That's he's so for you. I mean, like that's like you know, it's a scum. He's so he's so he's so pale because I mean, he spent his entire fucking life in the shadow of the Saint George Illawarra Dragons. Well, oh. I guess part, the Saint George Dragons were part of it because he's an old cunt too. I thought he was inside being raped by priests, but you know. <laughs> um, well, that's why he's dead inside. I was talking about his complexion. <laughs> um, <sighs> this one was. Was a lot scarier for Dragons fans than, than the end scoreline well, would suggest. Well, there was suggest. a time there where, what was it, 20, 20, 20 points to 16 and then, or 20 points to 14. Yeah. And, the, and then the, oh no, it was, might have been 18, 14 yeah, at that yeah. point. And then, and then the, there was that scramble, there was that scramble with the drop, the, the drop <sighs> kick and, uh, you know, did it come off, who it come off and, you know, score under the post, go to video referee. And like, I was like, just fucking give it, at- just for chaos, just give it. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, no. Yeah, I know. I, um, oh, fuck. Without putting a forty-four on my name, I think oh. Knights fans have a right to be uh, disappointed with some fifty-fifty calls in that game. Um, it, leading into the finals, if if the Dragons are going to take some positivity out of that one, they had fourteen missed tackles. Uh, yeah, look, look um, you know, you know what? With the Dragons, you know, the positivity that they can take out of that one is they fucking got a win. Yeah, like they I found mean, a way. They just need they they just needed a win. Yeah. More than anything. Um, for Newcastle, it, it came down to, I think, a little bit of composure in key moments. Yeah. And, and they've got that Pierce influence now. And, and at club level, he is a very composed player. Um, but there, there were a couple of times later, because they had plenty of time to get back in. And, yeah. Yep. And some dominance in terms of the run of the game. Uh, but it was the miracle ball being thrown on the third. Yeah. It was the... The silly cutback inside on, you know, trying trying to go yourself and straighten up when when there's a two man overlap yeah. on the outside. There's that, those little things um, that that'll just come along with that team plays together. But uh, you know, a successful season for the Knights overall, I think. Well, successful, you know, every was it? Yeah, another day out of the grave, another <laughs> another another uh, year another year out of the spoon. I mean, you know, the, at the end of the day, they could only go up this year. Yeah, 100%. Probably the big improvers in the season. Yeah, you'd have to say. <laughs> I mean, because they, they probably jump up five spots or something like that. So. I'd be interesting, and I haven't I haven't looked at this, but what the average um, change is the year after a spoon. 
In terms of, well, I mean, the Roosters have gone, like, you know, they've gone from, like, Spoon to Minor Print, yeah, and back again, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big variance. That, and so they've they've literally gone one one sixteen one, I think, over three years. Yeah, yeah. So. Penrith Penrith's did in I three, but um it I'd, I'd be interested to see whether you normally get into yeah, spoon at a third last or spoon at a Yeah, yeah. For that. I'll have a look. I'm sure we'll see with the yields. <laughs> yeah. Cattle Dog Blues. So the bunker could find a knock on to deny the knights a winning try, but cannot find one for a dragon's try. Oh uh, that's uh C A T T L E D O G B L U E. 44 <laughs> fucking refs filing um he said tweet says tweet so like oh yeah saying that i had like some kind of like fucking pathological you know some sort of fucking disdain for the knights i said no no it's just people talk shit to me i'll talk shit back to them i don't give a fuck about any yeah. team oh but in fact my disdain even for the storm has fucking lessened over the over like probably the last little while well, so uh and that, look, was my, that was my most hated team ever but now like i just don't i just find it i just struggle to fucking give fucks about any team Either no, way, no matter who you are, yeah, there is a natural disposition to liking somebody that stomps two v in the face. Well, and anyone that gives that to the world is, is, a, is eventually a, a, deserving absolute, of your respect. Absolute cunt, and uh, and not to mention anyone who drinks his fucking little fucking cum shakes, fucking uh, yeah. But see, this this is what you got to realize. You got to step back and see that to everybody else, he's an olden days Jeremy Lattimore. I don't think that Tuvi was ever the fucking player that people wanted to fucking wish ill will on. He's always he's always like you know like people would nominate there if people were to nominate like if they were you know gun to the head you know favorite manly players. I mean I think that it would you would struggle to go outside of like if, like the vast majority It'd of, be respond- Cliffy and Beef, of responders and would be Beaver and, only two Beaver and Tuvi. I reckon maybe people like Cliffy. I don't know. But only two. I feel I, just, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like Cliffy's as beloved you know by. You know, general, but Tuvi's <coughs> kind of guy, like, you know, yeah, like, and every, every player, I mean, even fucking guys, like, they had, um, they had, uh, the, uh, the old mouthpiece, um, Talis on the radio through the week, yeah, for the purpose of talking about, you know, JT's last, last game and blah, yep. blah, blah, and, and going down memory lane and, you know, like, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing, his impressions of JT playing with JT and everything. And at the end of all the thing, you know, singing the praises of JT, so they, they sort of said, like, you know, oh, you, they're asking about him being, like, you know, toughest. Yeah, play yeah, that yeah. he played with and all that sort of thing and he's going oh well no no I think Jeff Toovey's the toughest player that I ever that I ever played against or whatever <laughs> but um he's like oh, then he had to get back on the area oh fuck I'm gonna suck JT off too no but he's tough too yeah. <laughs> so okay everyone loves Toovey is the uh, is the basic uh, takeaway there Devon Head relief more than anything winning that we'll need to approve a trillion percent if we'd be any chance next week <laughs> fucking oath you all sports castle au i had a clear line of sight at the gst sign muppet today all the more reason i should be allowed a sniper rifle at games I'm not saying kill the guy like aren't you oh if he dies he dies <laughs> <laughs> no. i was just i just said like, yeah just, here's the thing yeah you don't need a sniper rifle look him in the eyes Twist as you sink it in. <laughs> Get it all up and purr. Let him know why. <laughs> why, why, why he's uh, why he's taking the the, the step dick. Don't don't grant the man the mercy <laughs> of not knowing exactly of a swift <laughs> of a swift death, of a swift headshot. Um, the Cowboys, 30, speaking of JT, uh, defeat the Titans, 26, at Hope Solo Coliseum in front of a crowd, reported crowd of 26,681. And I must say, for once, it did look like the stadium was relatively full. Um, 
The Cowboys 30 tries to fence them, a double the Hampton, Cooper and uh, Gillam Mosby tries Thurston, five of five conversions. The Titans 26 tries to AJ Brimson, LG, Mitrain, Branko Lee and uh, Ash Taylor. Perfect with the boot, four of four conversions and a penalty goal. Well, there was a um, long time super coach Oracle, coach of Toto's Terrors. <laughs> Was talking and saying he knows people that work at in the hospitality or home solo. It. Yeah, um, and he said most weeks they're getting messages with their shifts being cut in half or yeah. no, we won't need you today or only this, this, this. Uh, but apparently they were freaking out, they're shitting themselves because no yeah. one had ever dealt with a crowd that size. Well, because they haven't seen crowds like that since like the very very start, like you know two thousand eight, yeah, know, around then two thousand nine. Yeah. So um, yeah, a lot of ge- that's a whole generation of fucking. Uh, hospitality people who have since gone on to to real jobs. <laughs> well, it it's the only proof we have this year that you know hedging is still alive and well in Queensland rugby league fans. <laughs> it's, um, oh, look, it's a nice thing that you know that these you know the Queenslanders got down there, you know, and to say goodbye to James here or whatever. You know, it's yeah. like it was it was good that it, you know they filled it out for him and um and the game was you know well you wouldn't have thought it was a bottom of the table fucking clash. Well, no, but I mean, uh, well, yeah, once again, just because of the. Yeah, true. Yeah. This was a better quality game than the Dragons Knights. Yeah, Not that way. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Um, and JT got his, you know, he, he got his fucking banner finish moment as well. Yeah, you know, an epic, you know, and like one of the, you know, one of the old, you know, the Cooper, you know, the, the old firm that served him well over, you know, many many years, and uh, it had everything. The game, yes, <laughs> it was. It had, it had the. It had all everything you'd want from JT. Perfect with the boot. Yeah. It uh, and the hit on Ryan James. Yeah, my favourite part of that though was Ryan James' face after it. <laughs> the, the fuck! <laughs> it was like, are you? Is <laughs> an invisible man? And, and JT's like, well, last fucking game. Who cares? I fuck my shoulder again. Yeah, Let's go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna hit man this game. I, I had a, a mate from work who uh, he was on a cruise, a three day cruise last week up to went up to Townsville and Ellie Beach and back again. Yep. And he, I, I took him to the Broncos game when they played yeah. Penrith up here. But he's not a, a footy fan. He's gone into the Cowboys Leagues Club. And he sent me a photo just, you know, hey, rugby league and you like that and this, this, this. Yeah, and yeah. I've gone, go and tell him you're JT's cousin and uh, he won't pay for a drink all day. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually did it. <laughs> and he said that, like, there, there were people getting, like, low-key detective on him trying to figure out yeah, yeah. <laughs> who he was. And he eventually had to. Get up, get no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he's Indian, and he sounds that way. <laughs> so, well done, Townsville. I mean, you put like headgear on an Indian person, though. I mean, they go, oh yeah, I see the resemblance. <laughs> yeah, but when he opens his mouth, yeah, yeah. and it's fucking Telstra tech support. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I don't know much else to say about the game. I mean, it was just kind of a. It was good. Like I will preface it by saying that, like I don't, I don't have any feelings about Jonathan Thurston retiring either way. Like I recognise that he's a he's a fantastic player who's had a tremendous amount of success, particularly at Origin level, and uh, and one of my favourite grand finals, not involving Manly. Yep. Um, but as someone who does not support the Cowboys or Queensland, yeah, I, of uh, you know, a, a lot of this is manufactured. Um, in in terms of, you know, the, the, there is no way that he is in the Andrew Johns Wally Lewis conversation. 
There's no way. There's there's just no way that's that's true. That's gonna set them off. Fucking run at me. <laughs> yeah. You look at what those two did to progressing the game. Yep. And and then having other people come to copy them. Like in the talk about hookers. Yep. Cameron Smith is up there with, you know, Roy Simmons and Danny Badiris. <laughs> Um, oh, that, that's the other thing I missed on. The, I was so busy fucking ragging on the media. Yeah. Did you hear fucking... Um, what are you going to do, Benny? Benny. What did he say this time? And, and this <laughs> See is... See that, a, but you're talking about hookers and you go, oh, did you hear about the media? Yeah, okay, Benny, what did he do? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a shout out to uh, Mick the Perm. Benny Elias hit Buzz Rothfield with a how many games you played, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on nice. live television. Nice. On live fucking television. Do you know when? Right after that I had a crack at Mitch Moses. Well, yeah, well, so yeah, the, yeah. they had a crack at Mitch Moses yeah. and fucking Uncle Benny's come in. Yeah, come in and, yeah. How many games you played, mate? You know what? You are now nothing more than those other shit cunt media mouthpieces <laughs> with your personal driven agendas, you fucking overrated cockhead Elias. Look, you can't, I mean, like, the, the, you know, I'm, I'm going to give him some points. How many for premierships the way- you won, Benny? I'm, I, I, I dare say, though, like, I, I do give him some credit for the way that he tried to kill Balmain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's some fucking Fredo Corleone shit. Right? <laughs> How many premierships you won? Fucking Forever and Royce's dick. Um, you know, Cameron Smith has changed the way hookers play the game. Yeah. You know, he, he has come in and there are now people trying to emulate how he plays the game. And being the best of it, best at it for the entirety of the yeah. time that he's been in his, in his no, prime. No, no one's, Jonathan Thurston hasn't done anything that people are trying to emulate to be more like him. He was an excellent competitor. Um, he was a, a tough half. Yep. He, you know, um, rapist. <laughs> um, you know, he's a fantastic player. Yeah. I want to take nothing away from him, and he's the heart and soul of that North Queensland club. Yep. And for regional Queensland Rugby League, he, his service, and for Indigenous communities, yep. and yep. for kids coming through. Yep. These are all fantastic things he's done and should not be underspoken. Yep. But the the best ever conversation just doesn't involve him. Did you see like, the Triple M, you know, started the call to for everyone to stand stand up and, and standing? It's in the seventh minute to give a standing ovation, yeah. and the Titans scored directly. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so it looked like the entire stadium was in a standing ovation to the Titans for scoring a try, and JT was going off his fucking tits at the referee. <laughs> I thought that because I'm watching with the volume down. Yeah, yeah. So this is all I'm. So I'm seeing the whole stadium up, and I'm going, "Fucking hell!" And I've turned the volume up. And Oh, okay, no, no. It was it was okay. hilarious because the Titans they scored exactly when <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, Ed Council Creeper, um, it's the end of an era. The man who got me into rugby league retires with a great win. Got to get used to life without Thurston now. Hashtag I'm not crying. Hashtag you're crying. And uh, there you go, Mister Hectic. The amount of forced fellatio of JT in this season has made me feel like we've been stuck in Coffs Harbour in 2004. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Um, the Roosters 44 defeat the Eels 10. ANZ Stadium, just over an 11,500 in attendance. And the Roosters tries to Manu a hat-trick to Mitchell, a double to Ferguson. Uh, Tupo Tedesco also with tries. Latrell got five of eight conversions and a penalty goal. 
The Eels, 10 uh, tries to Jared Hayne and Bevan French. Mitch Moses, one of two conversions. The saddest part about this game was it's the second week in a row mm-hmm. that Parramatta have shown no interest in being on the pitch. Yeah, and there was a period there, sort of like two-thirds of the way through the season, where they were, like, if they weren't winning, they were at least starting, like, their first halves were yeah. pretty strong. Like, they were yep. looking like they were... There was, you know, a lot of there was there was yeah. effort in there. Yeah, they actually cared about their performances. Exactly. But the last two weeks they've been absolutely fucking meekly destroyed. They've been on a downward slope ever since the word about Corey Norman not being wanted there came through. Um, do you it, Do you think he's that popular amongst the group? I mean, he's, he's party. I mean, he's, he's party core. You know, he's party Corey. Though. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, doing the doing the fucking clunges exactly. and everything, like you know, um, probably a good guy to go out with. But popular among the group. But when you've got it, and this is you know, fucking great example. Everything's relative. Mm-hmm. When Jared Hayne is the most dedicated player in your team on the field, you have some fucking deep seated issues. It- Although, like, I'm going to give Jared. I mean, he has come on a little bit in the late, you know, the late stages of the season for him. I mean, he's definitely like he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. He is yeah. the most dedicated. He's putting more effort on that field yeah. Yeah. than anybody else. Yeah, and when that is your Maximum effort player. There is no one putting in more. But I, but I do think that he's legitimately like putting in now, like this so, stage of season. I'll, I'll give him credit because at the start of the season, remember all the stories are like you know yeah, was yeah. It Brad Arthur's kids fucking exactly. beating him in the yeah. beat test. Or I'm not saying he's not putting yeah. the effort in. Yeah, I'm saying that there should yeah. be people around him and in front that of are, him that are and, far more. Yeah, yeah. Um, for or, the, or, or God forbid, he actually lives up to his you know I guess elder statesman role and actually trying it. to lead by fucking example. Yeah. Um, Little more than a training run for the Roosters, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what they need to do. Though, if they were serious, they had the opportunity with the Storm. Like the Storm, clearly didn't give a fuck about the minor premiership. I mean, resting yeah. that many players, they were like, okay, you know, if we don't get it, we don't get it. Yeah. So the Roosters had the task ahead of them. It was, you know, it wasn't a small task, but I mean, it was against the, the Spoon team, and they did exactly what they had to do. And they also had two in the bin at the same time at one stage for a yeah. couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, and oh, fuck, I'm ragging on the Parramatta players' effort there. You, Michael Jennings was just broken. Yeah. In that dressing shed, he he yeah. was just fucking broken. So, yeah. guess you should have fucking. I left the roosters that. for this. Guess you should have considered that when you turned up drunk to training. <laughs> fucking egotistical fuck with. <laughs> anyway, the spoon you know, lands where it rightly deserves to land. Correct. Uh, voodoo rock. Fuck it, it's over. <laughs> uh, Josh underscore Gunton one. Well, it's time to crack open my duty free alcohol and play a game I like to call "Try Not to Give Myself Alcohol Poisoning." <laughs> Alpha Ben RL. Look, I'm as I'm as biased as can be, but what a great Saturday night. Trell, Cronk, Kiri. Wow, top spot. Unreal. Honestly, didn't think we would do it. I dare say, once the Storm had lost that game, I mean, it was all fucking there, wasn't it? Like yeah. you would have had to been quietly confident. I mean, you, you have. I mean, who goes into a game like again? Like, yeah. Put it this way: I, I had a multi on yep. that involved the Roosters winning. Yep. And as soon as Penrith won, yep, my cash out value went up, yeah. and I've never seen a fucking <laughs> like another game yeah. affect. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a straight up win, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. We should have given them like thirty points start. <laughs> um, <coughs> Ryan F the best, and he his twenty and. Uh, I told you cucksicles all fucking year that we're the best team and now we just proved that we are minor premiers soon to be outright premiers. Don't like it? Stop being a whiny bitch and play better. Hashtag Panthers in decline. 
No one's fucking disputed that you were the best team all year. They weren't, fucking, though. You fucking illiterate cockhead. You've gone out and bought Cooper Cronk. You've bought James Tedesco. You know, there's that much fucking underhanded shit that goes on with the Roosters. Of course you're the best fucking team. This is bare fucking minimum. The fact that you had to rely on Penrith beating Melbourne to get you the minor premiership. And 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 graciously lined up a game against the Wooden the spoon Spooners side who were and, already in fucking Bali yeah, mentally. And had two of them sent off at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what it took to get you your minor premiership. Yeah. So, yes, Roosters are the best. <laughs> Twin magician. Fucking get me a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Twin magician. Roosters get their hands on another minor. Hashtag Michael Jackson of league. Ooh. Yeah, the salary's working when it's unlimited. No. <laughs> now, uh, where are we? Doggies. Sorry, Sharks 30 defeated the Doggies 18 today in Z. Crowded just over 14,000 in attendance. The Sharkies tries to Capewell, Holmes, <gasps> Fafita, Dugan, and a double to Fecky. Holmes, three of six conversions. The Doggies 18 came through tries to Will Hopawade, uh, Leisha, and Brett Morris, uh, Reese Martin, two or three conversions, and a penalty goal. I don't like the term dark horse, um, you know, especially when Cronulla are in the top four. <laughs> They're not dark horse. I mean, we've we've said for a couple of weeks now that they are one of the one of the few teams that actually looks to be fucking tapering at the right end of the season. Yeah, they're, they're tapering. I just think the the spread between Cronulla's worst game and Cronulla's best game, yeah, is less than any other team that's in the top eight. Yeah, it's true, but I don't think. I mean, we used to talk about the dragons like this, but you know, back in the early days of the show. But it's uh, the I, I think it's a certain gear that they go, they've got, and I think that there's a couple of other teams that have a higher gear. Yes, so that they will need to somehow, you yeah. know, pull something out when it, it. you know, in, especially if they get to you know the last two weeks of the season. Yeah, you know. the, the difference there though is if you look around at all these other teams, <coughs> they can potentially beat themselves you know like yep. for Souths the the Burgi must hold the ball for Souths to be a force yep you know for for Brisbane you know Milford and Nicarima need to be completely on song with their kicking game yep for it to work the Sharks are about the only team where they they, they don't really have anything that will self-sabotage them because their natural environment is just that fucking scrappy loose you know, ugly sort of football. Would you characterise as self-sabotage fourth tackle hit-ups from Woods and Gallon <laughs> from 10 metres out? <laughs> and But this is the thing, though. You know, it's it's like if you've got a fucking one leg shorter than the other, you learn how to walk eventually. <laughs> you know, they're, they're fucking finding a way. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, um. Yeah, the, Look, I, there's some fucking diabolical. Like, I mean, I don't want to put a 44 after fucking Peter Moore on his fucking headstone, yeah. but there was some fucking bad fucking decisions. Yeah. Like, there was some terrible decisions yeah. in this game. And, like, you know, you look at the final scoreline and go, you know, would it have an effect? Yeah, in terms of straight mathematics, yeah, it probably would have. I mean, I still think the Sharks were the better side yep. in the game. But, yeah, I mean, the Doggies could have some... Uh, Valid complaints, I think, in terms of some of the, yeah. some of the awarding. Of yeah. Like, with photos of Fecky with his foot, like, you know, you see the still shot and his it, foot's just, like, almost entirely, like, barely on the line. Like, his toes are on the line. It, the rest of it's on the other side, of the, yeah. the outside of the line. It's, 
you know, shit like that needs to get picked up. I mean, it's, I, it's his fucking age-old argument. Yeah, you know. Um, if you don't want to give it to the video refs, here's here's the fucking way it's fixed. Have different touchies. You have one. You have two sets of t- uh, one set of two touch judges, uh-huh. and they patrol the in goal. Yep. That's all they fucking do. Yep. Do not step past the corner post. Yep. That that's not your fucking world. You live here. Yep. And then another one on the other side. Yep. You know? And then all of a sudden you've got two sets of eyes on things and you don't like that that solves that fecky one. It's not a perfect oh, yeah. solution. Yeah. Well, you know. You know? Yeah, you're fine with fucking more referees, you'll end up with fucking nine of them on the field. <laughs> um Great. Just another fucking another another five points of failure. <laughs> um the tweets this week will be brought to you by uh GT three fifty one underscore Johns. Um I got three from him. <laughs> so uh Damn these octopus twat sucking ball munching shark fans and their peptide filled syringes. Fuck off to the shark supporter base, you dumb fuck snossages. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another tweet. Oh, I hope the chooks unleash a shit blizzard on the peptide munching, piss flap slurping, beef curtain drugos from the Shire. Then they can be shut down a ladder by a gigantic shit buzzard. <laughs> Two games and out, hopefully, for the roid ranging cum dumps the sharks. <laughs> Again, bad luck, dogs. Our errors and blatant, blatant ref love for those drug fucked ass bunches killed us. I hope a shit NATO swoops in and fucks those cum. Guruling, I think it's meant to be guzzling, I guess. Shy out pricks. I wish them nothing but bad luck to cheating cunts. And finally, the final word, a rational person. JSJ Hogan. This year I was full of optimism for the dogs. Optimism at the start of the season to make the eight. Then optimism to avoid the spoon. But the way the team's played the last few rounds, I have optimism for next season. Mind you, I think I said the same thing last season. <laughs> True. Oh, they didn't finish well. Oh, they finished well in the last game. Yeah, like- yeah. they, they had a couple of... They, they jagged, the wins weren't as good as the ones that they had towards the end of this season, but they still jagged a couple. And then, you, of course, you remember they unceremoniously destroyed yeah. the Dragons out of the finals. That's it. So, That's what I'm saying. Um, um, yeah. But, yeah. Not, not to jinx them, but look forward to next season, Dogs fans. Yeah, yeah. The only way isn't up... However, it's there's much more blue sky on the upside than remember this time last year. Yeah. You were looking forward to Aaron Woods and Kieran Foran. So you uh, you're yeah. ahead already. Yes. So. Yes. Um the Broncos forty eight defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls sixteen at Suncorp. Crowd good fucking crowd, just over forty one and a half thousand in attendance. Do you know if they got to go on the field at the end of the game? Sorry? You know how they you know you can get on the field sometimes when it's a special occasion, like some cunt retiring or whatever. In this case it would have been, you know, the thigh day, I guess, you know, his, his last no. regular season game for the Broncos at, at Suncorp. No, I don't you know. know, like, it's been a couple of times. Was it Petro, Lockie? Yes, I know. I'm saying I don't yeah, know if they got yeah. to go on the field. Okay. Um, the Broncos tries to Oates for Osako, uh, Nikarima Roberts, and Offahengawe tries. Uh, Osako, six of eight conversions, a couple of penalty goals. Manly tries to Sean Lane, Brad Parker, and Jakey Turbo. Uh, Cherry Evans, a conversion, and Hodkinson, a conversion. This game was almost, this game was brought to you strictly by. Brad Parker and his love affair with Corey Oates. <laughs> um, this was definitely I mean, like the that that there almost accounts that is pretty much the entire story of the game. Um, and the other stories as well. I mean, it's just uh, this the, the final. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, Cunt's contracted till July, and he doesn't seem to be fucking walking yet. I was I was hoping that you know the the, the stories of him walking or being gone now would have literally come out in the post-match press conference. But, um, yeah, 
But I mean, it's clear. It's just a clearly a game where a, a coach has lost the lost the dressing room and had for had for quite a while now. And uh, I think he even said something in the press conference. Where he's like, you know, like players players aren't listening to me. <laughs> so uh, Brad, I, you know, I, mean, I can't I can't imagine. I mean, yeah. I would like I would like to think that Brad Parker wasn't listening to you because I mean, if he was listening to you, <laughs> oh, there's a fuck that needs an investigation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, it, it's simple. They he can't leave. They can't announce he's leaving. They can't announce he's been sacked until it's all until it's all done. Yeah. Well, until they can find the fucking money. So they're frantically looking under every what? couch cushion they have, which is fucking ironic because well, they not, can't afford any furniture, so they don't have any fucking couches. It's not. It's not really. It's not. It's not a matter of having the money. It's a matter of being willing to give that shit cunt the money. I to go. I would I almost. Would, I would keep him if you're paying it anyway. Like okay, so so if if you're paying it anyway, then you know I do. He can fucking he can he can have his money exactly the same money. He can work till July, which puts him out of a job for like a head coaching job for at least one season because he's stuck for half a year, you know. And then he can he can go and fucking run the oranges for fucking Blacktown. No, he can't do that. Like he still get you don't, you don't have to fucking you know take any salary off him or anything like that. No, you can't. It has to be. He can the- be the highest paid fruiterer. The, employ- the employment laws basically say that it has to be a job of uh, comparable responsibility, and it's not the not prestige. The, there's another word. So it's it's what you can't try and get rid of somebody by saying we're going to pay you a hundred grand a year to be the receptionist, you know, <laughs> it, or to, to clean the toilets when you when you're the fucking manager of IT. Yeah, you can't all of a sudden be manager of turds. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, it, I, I would suggest it is one hundred percent to do with being liquid. That they're going to have to give him a bulk payout. Oh, it's yeah, but it's not. It's not a matter then, of. It's not a matter of where if there's money. It's a matter of being willing to pay that kind of whatever that figure. So you're you saying know. that the pens have half his year's salary as liquid available cash. Because if so, I, they're I the most s- retarded businessmen I, in the I, history of the fucking I, country. I dare, I dare say that the that it wouldn't be difficult for them to find the money. You know, given the, given the amount of money they make from the fucking Biggest Loser and Weight Watchers and and everything else that they, I, I don't think that they'd have a problem finding. You know, I'm saying fucking two hundred, three hundred grand liquid cash. You it's can't. Only, it's only you like, can't. It's, it's you can't only, just pull money from a business. No, but it's only. But I was saying, it's like two to three hundred grand is not something like you know when you're that level of fucking of, of you know that that find that kind of money is not you know, out of the question at they're, all. They're pretty fucking massively leveraged. Oh, I mean, sure they are. Like you know, most people of that size. But I mean, like I don't think they'd have a problem. I, don't, I think it's a it's more a, a principle. Fucking like you know, they don't want to okay. have to pay him out. He doesn't want to have to leave without a payout. I understand. And so it's like a Mexican standoff. Well, I understand there are some internal biases informing your opinion. No, it's just, I mean, but like, I, I would suggest it is 100% to do with liquidity, being able to get the money to pay him out, and then the ramifications that has on there, because remember, there's the cap now on yeah, coaching. Yeah. Um, then having to hire a new coach, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's all these pieces that have to fall into place. Oh, yeah. So you, you won't get the Cartwright announcement till January. Yeah, I don't know. And you will get it. Yeah, fucking hope not. Well, yeah. You just don't want to, talk, want to talk about liquidity? We'll see how fucking. I mean, when they want to charge people like you know, like a hundred, hundred bucks, hundred fifty, or whatever. I mean, then you got this t- the seated memberships, which you know must cost you know like a grand or you know depending yeah. on the level of seating. Fucking try and find some liquidity after all that, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> because, like I said, I'm saying I guarantee twenty five percent reduction in membership, and um, 
you know, and I don't give a fuck if it's pet memberships or whatever. You can fucking tombstone them like South do. I don't care. I mean, they can pad it. They can stat pad the memberships any way they fucking want to. But, oh, that's um, fantastic. Like, I remember back in the day, like, this is years ago now, probably like, you know, seven or eight years ago, um, it was actually a good initiative where you could basically, you know, sign like a kid of a certain age, you know, you sign them up as a member and it didn't cost anything and they'd send them out like a little pack with like, you yep. know, a little footy yeah, sticker and some, yeah, stickers yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, like, so I signed... So I signed Glenn, you know, I signed Jackson up. Yep. <laughs> so I was just signing, just trolling, just signing everyone's kid, everyone who I knew for a fact was not Manly fan. I, I remember it was uh, last year, the year before. Um, they came up and they did a, a junior coaching clinic. Yeah, it was like last year, was it? Yeah, your, yeah. And you, it cost it cost like twenty five dollars. Yeah, for your kid to go. Yeah, um, and you got a membership out of it, and they, yeah. they were fucking sneaky with how they did it. Yeah. Um, so I can't confirm or deny whether they were investigated for breaches of the Spam Act, um, <laughs> because that is definitely an opt out, an opt in. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it depends what happened. Depends what the you know this because you would have had to, to sign up to something for to go to the thing, and it probably would have been in the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. that that sort of thing is a specific opt in. Yeah, but Must I mean, be. you know, but in saying in saying that, I definitely never opted in when I had to get a West Tigers membership for fucking for a, to fulfil the terms of a bet. Yeah, uh, I never opted into emails, and I never, I've never opted. How, long, how many years ago was that? Uh, probably five or six. Yeah, and then I've never, and I've never opted in to any emails from the Gold Coast Titans. But you know, it seemed to be a fucking a price of a, a price of emailing <laughs> Chris Close when we were talking about fucking. Uh, <laughs> Doing an episode yeah, and, and so that sort of thing, yeah. and uh, so yeah, never opted. I've been added to both of those, and I still get every week fucking yeah. team lineups and everything, like membership emails. But to do with even that, though I'm not a member. To do with that, you're talking fucking light years ago in terms of digital stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, probably was, talking, you know, like was it three or two years ago that the spam act changed that all this stuff now has to be opted? Yeah. Okay. So you know, cost them some money, I guess, in lawyers sending letters that I can't mm-hmm. confirm or deny. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was a smart initiative. By Manly. Too bad they're now a shit cunt broke poverty club. It With is. John Cartwright as their coach. Yep. Like, seriously. Like <laughs> I said, if they fucking, if that. And I thought, shout out, shout out to fucking MJ. It's just shout out to Buddy Mo, who just fucking tweeted incessantly all Sunday, just the tweeting variations of don't sign John Cartwright to the club. How he didn't get blocked just, just for, because he wasn't being abusive or anything, but he would just, like, just for just being so fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious um, <coughs> and the Broncos I mean the, you know the the good fortune they had of Brad Parker um, playing in, in the Manly side aside um, and the other the other you know big factor in that game as well it was like a last game of the season fucking lost the dressing room Trent Barrett side so there was a lot of those things where if a break or like an against the run of play thing happened like you know like oh, snatching the ball or you know yeah, whatever yeah the chasers weren't terribly enthused in in, in covering. Like there was a, there was a couple of. So what a, you're saying is Brisbane didn't win, Manly lost. Essentially, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Es- no, fine, I es- run with essentially, now. it was. I mean, well, basically, it it was more to. It was it was basically their decision. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the Broncos yeah. were merely passive, passive, yeah. uh, passive participants. Look, uh, yeah, as, mu- as much as they were completely lackadaisical in in their efforts, Corey Oates would have to be. Oh, do I say the the only winger at the moment? Yeah. Who scoring does not rely on him just being a at, guy on the end of a back line. Of, yeah, 
and a well run. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He creates. Yeah, he's definitely. He's just in that. He had that sort of drop in form, I guess, maybe eight ten months, but he's now yeah. back to that. Yeah, good luck shifting him into the pack, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a tweet. I don't know if you've got it for the thing, but oh, I've got I've got a couple. Which I don't know which one though. It was basically like you know, Corey Oates convincing them to move him to the second row by being the best winger in the comp. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know. like it always. I mean, it always does seem like it's his destiny, but I mean, it's kind of like he's doing everything in his power to not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Giannis underscore Mateus. Fuck you, manly shit cunts. You deserve your plastic outdoor furniture and, sell- for- and selling your cuck soul to Lotto Land. Is it for selling or answer? I don't know. Um, Cruzy06. Thanks to our man of the match, Brad Parker, for an outstanding game today and a big go fuck yourselves to all the fuck faces that says Brisbane wouldn't make the eight this season. Um, well, we've just heard, Cruzy, that Brisbane didn't make the eight. Manly. Failed to make the eight. That was the- exactly, and I mean, obviously, then you've got the Tigers. The you know they yeah well, they no, they were always going to be ninth. Yeah, exactly. But that means there's only 15 teams vying for eight places, not 16. Yeah, true. Okay, you know what I, I mean? You, then you got the Eels. That's 14 teams vying. Yeah. So you know, yes. doggies. I mean, yeah, they were going to do shit. Knights. Yeah. You know. So if you do like a similar thing to the whole you know human years, dog years thing, the Broncos came like about 105th. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um. Another special K enters the mix. I don't, I don't understand their, their handle, but it's K-O-D-Y-R-E-33. Kodir? Kodir? What is it? K-O-D-Y-R-E-33. Special K the, with the display name. When you play Brad Parker on the wing, you're almost begging to miss the eight. Yes. Damn straight. Yes. Off the interest. And uh, Dayman. Can we get a Highlander style There can be only one match up between all the fucking special Ks? Okay, so we're on a, like a, a battle of wits or a legitimate battle to the death. No, I'm no marketing guru. <laughs> I'm no marketing guru. But I think if we could get the three of them in one of your fucking punchy rings. Yep. Punchy rings, okay. <laughs> dose them all up on ketamine and we'll market it as special K on special K. <laughs> on special K. <laughs> but rather than being actual an actual fight, it's just you just leave... The, the gate to the cage open and it's just whoever can find their way out first. Like, so you treat like a WWE battle like a like a cage match where you've got to get out or oh, mate, no, fuck it, close the door. First one to be managed to climb over the top. Because <laughs> fuck me, man. I mean, you know, when you talk about that special K, I mean, fuck, the stairs are a problem, <laughs> let alone climbing a fucking fence. Uh, Alex underscore day underscore uh, stuff that right in your Japs eye, Nate. So much of Manly always having the wood on the Broncos. Hashtag national rape lead. Hashtag pens are pricks. I agree with that. Yes. And um and look, as I said, we always I, there's someone else tweeted. I forgot. I didn't paste it in here, but they're saying like, oh yeah, you know, always win in Brisbane. I said we always win in Queensland, and I see no reason to fucking change change that. I, I don't I don't fucking revise that statement at all. We always win in Queensland. <laughs> but. Thank you for your tweet because I did have a look at your timeline and that's the first time you tweeted in like 122 days. So I'm, I'm glad I drew you out. <laughs> welcome back to the fray. Hey, welcome back. And I support you, you know, fact-checking the they always win in Queensland bullshit because they don't. They're shit cunts. They actually, they literally always win in Queensland. Literally, um, <laughs> always win in Queensland. And, uh, and Sunday was no exception. Previews, finals, fucking that's the last eight game recap session we have this year. So uh, 
No Express episodes, but the time of our show fucking just dropped half an hour, I think, for the next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, unless, of course, these games are so fucking scintillating that we can't help but debate them endlessly and and uh, effusively praise the glorious rugby league that we see. Yes. But, uh, yeah, no manly in finals, so I don't think that'll happen. Um, first up, the second qualifying final. Friday night, 8 p.m. game, down at the Korean Housewife. The Storm take on the Rabbitohs. I just, you know, I mean, thankfully, I mean, the way they matched up, you know, with top the top four games anyway, I mean, we've got some in-form finals games, yes. essentially, you know. Not so much in the bottom half, but the, the, this one especially is a good one. Um, Slater returns, along with Vernie Munster. Um, Hughes, the halfback, I'm, and... Uh, look, I, I think that, you've just said, is the, the most important, or one of, one of the biggest in- inclusions for Melbourne is Gooney on the wing, and not so much for him being back, but for the young kid who was there yeah not being there yep yep but um and the storm is still still not still not 100% at full strength and you know as as they would expect as as they would expect to be you know as they would like to be you know yeah, from, from it, their from what what they would consider their number one you know lineup but you know fuck when you're putting two thirds of your spine back in the in there I mean you know you're, you're good yeah that's it um the rabbits, for their part, no changes from the team that dominated the Tigers last weekend. Yeah, last Thursday, I should say, they've had a nice, good break. They played on Thursday, so yep. a week and a half to prepare. Um, yeah. Just based on what we saw last week, and I know that Melbourne are getting some key figures back. Yeah. I'm not sure they have an answer for for the South's forward pack. I just you know, I, I love um, this game because I just don't know what to expect. Because exactly. Obviously, the Storm are a finals team. Yes. Like they they have been there, you know, almost every yes. fucking year for like the last yep. decade. Yep. And they and they know, you know, they know how to they know how to act. Bellamy knows how to get teams up for the finals. Yep. Um. He knows how to you know keep stuff in hand, you know, for the finals, and you know, and then just unleash them. <coughs> if you if you look at this forward pack, you know, you've got. Yep. Glasby, Bromwich, uh, Stimson, Kafusi, and Dalfinukan. Yep. I would expect to be talking the other way around. To be that, you know, the the South guys are going to have a hard time containing that forward pack. Um, I, that that's what I'd like to see more out of Melbourne. They've been good this year. I don't think their forwards have ever stood stood up and be great. Yeah, I mean, Bromwich had a fucking great game on the week, on, yeah. fr- on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Like single, almost single hand. Him and Cameron was almost single handedly fucking out. kept. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, look, and, and for the for the Rabbitohs part, they haven't been in good form, but they fucking snapped into it on Thursday night and uh, and put it on the Tigers. Well, if you remember, they weren't in good form before they played Melbourne. Yeah, and they got up for that, and that was probably the best game of the season that 100%. we've seen so far too. Yeah, yeah, and and they they were convincing in that win over Melbourne. Um. Yeah, this this game looks like it relies on what's what rabbits turn up, you know. And and then Bergeron, I mean, do they put the fucking stick them on their hands or not? Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I can flip a coin. Well, Tipping Souths. I just feel I feel like Souths are the better team at at this stage, but the Stormer at home, their final specialist, they just seem to find a fucking way. Yeah, essentially, will they this time? I guess we'll find out, but I think I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Storm because the Rabbitohs beating up the Tigers is no way to prepare. Second elimination final 
Saturday afternoon, 5.30 game, ANZ Stadium, 6v7, Penrith Panthers take on the Warriors. Harawir and Ira gets in at the expense of Hetherington, possibly one of the best fucking team lineup changes in the Seraldo era. <laughs> yeah, that kid needs a fucking thing in his brain. But then he's got Katoa in there and <laughs> again, and Wade Egan's not, not uh, you know. Hetherington needs a switch in his fucking brain that Seraldo can just press a button and he passes out. With the minis can do some stupid. Zzz, drop him. Drop him. Um, or you know, conversely, you could do what he's done this week. Does not select the fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, wink him in the option. I'll always go for brain surgery. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know why Egan's not in there. I, I really don't. You know, um, Katoa didn't show me anything that. He hasn't shown over the previous. The war- warrants yeah. his his inclusion in. Yep. For the style of football that Penrith should be playing, um, all I would like to see this game is for every tackle except the last on every single set is just kick out running at Hiku. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> that is your game plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, um, this has the potential to be. I mean, I'm almost certain it won't be the best game of the round, but it could be the most entertaining. Yeah. Um, they need to lock that shit down. They need to be up and in their face. Yep. They need to be able to weather the storm. Um, you know, Penrith dominated the Warriors the first time they played this year, and that was when the Warriors were in arguably the best form of their season. It wasn't the other way around. Didn't they beat you the first time, and then you beat them the second time? No, other way around. Okay. They beat us a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and the score lines were very similar. Yeah, yeah. You know, high-scoring events for, for once for the side that won. Um, but where they beat us a couple of weeks ago was where they came out with that Warriors enthusiasm to start with. Yep. And instead of that setting the tone for the game, we just leaked fucking 18 points, you know? So, and solid, you know, solid changes, yeah. obviously. Blake Green coming back into the side. I mean, they've, they're finally, you know, back to their, their first run spine that they were, you know... The- which which I would say, Mason Lenor, I would say is the best replacement half in the competition. Yeah. But Blake Green um, is just so fucking... He just brings a calmness and control to the side. Yeah, that's it. Um, so... This is forwards, man. I still don't think. Still don't think that the even the the Panthers forwards stood up to to your standards not last week, even. Not at and all. And they haven't done it for well fucking months. No. Origin. Yeah, well, yeah. RCG since RCG went down, pretty much. Yeah, that was. No, rough. That's yeah. That you, that's probably you look back on it though, and RCG isn't the engine. It's Fisher Harris. No, but I mean, as a unit, that's when the that's, oh, yeah. that's the last time yeah, that they yeah. probably you know before he was injured was probably when they last sort of really played well. It's although you you would you know, yeah. as a Penrith fan would like to see Fisher him play. Harris and Harawira Nara. Yep, to to get in there and just just fucking crunch people. <laughs> you know, Leota hasn't hit the form he was in early season. Yep, he he was a fucking wrecking ball off the bench. Yep, um, like and and I I don't know. I don't know what I think about this fucking Tyrone May strategy. You know? Yeah. Um, Tyrone, he's a fantastic player. He's a fantastic player. He's going to be, he's going to be, he's, a, he's the next peachy. It's the thing about Tyrone's, they just can't find a fucking spot for him. Like, yeah. we'll slot him in um, wherever. Look, it was, it, it was Shunter that, that said something. You know, we were in a, a chat about it. And he said that in, in the future, he's a um, fucking, who's that fucking dumb cunt plays for Cronulla? Gallon, Woods. No. no. Fafita. He's on that fucking stupid ad where he pretends to be an Uber driver. Oh, I, don't, um, I don't watch much TV, dude. Fuck, he played for Penrith. 
Moylan. No, 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 no. Wade Graham. Great. That's it. I'm getting fucking dementia. Um, I mean, fuck, you started me off. You go, okay, that dumb come from Granola. Okay, one through 17. Let's go. <laughs> um, he's got the potential in the future to be a, a Wade Graham style. Yeah. You know, second row. But um, yeah, at the moment, I don't know where he fits into this side. But yeah, Penrith 13 plus. Being an elimination final, I'd hate to see Penrith go out. But also, it just seems a shame that the Warriors have got their shit together and like the, for them to go out in the first round as well, you know? No, oh, fuck them. So, it's, it's, it, I don't think it's a really, it's a palatable. You know, when you look at the other side, though, you've got the Broncos and Dragons. No. Fuck both of them. Like, I'd, they can get fucked. They got their New Zealand fucking Prime Minister <laughs> sticking her fucking nose in Australian politics. You know, her fucking ego's writing checks, her body can't cash. Oh. Fuck New Zealand as a country, I just as feel, a team, oh. and as a motherfucking crew. Oof. And if you're down with the Warriors, then fuck you too. Except for Levius, he's all right. <laughs> there you go. Warriors 13. The <laughs> uh, first qualifying final, 1v4. The Roosters take on the Sharks. Allianz Stadium, Saturday evening. And uh, for this one, Radley, the high shot merchant, is uh, starting. And uh, they've benched Orbison as a result. And uh, if his nickname isn't Boo, I cry for the literary future of our country. I mean, that's like the most obvious. Isn't that's like the lo- is, is that not the lowest hanging fruit for Radley though? Yeah, no. It's like the only literary is, fucking reference to, to, it is to the, the name Radley the in, the history of li- in the history of literature, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? but it, it is the lowest hanging fruit. But because it involves literature, yeah. But they also, I mean. Do they still force feed that to kids at school these days? I mean, like we were force fed. We, we you know, we were force fed. To Probably not because bird. it involves sexual assault, and that might offend or trigger some kids. Oh, that might offend Z or Z or <laughs> the fucking yeah. fairy, fucking fairy dragon unicorns, whatever the fuck they identify as. <sighs> fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Sharkies. You know, maybe they should just show them the the video remake to put a cock in birds. Yeah. Shark. <laughs> The sharks, the sharks, uh, you know, good changes to them in terms of uh, Lutelli coming back in at the expense of Capewell. Mm-hmm. Um, Ramian, a chance of uh, returning. He's been named on the Tuesday, Tuesday twenty-one. Yeah, fuck um, we'll see what happens as it, uh, Ninth, as it proceeds. Knights fans will be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Newcastle, did you have something to do this week? The Roosters. They've been in fair form over the last couple of weeks, although, you know, they've taken some, you know, some loss. They had the, the loss to Canberra and yep. uh, lost to the Broncos. Yep. Uh, we you know, bouncing back, you know. Yeah, poor loss. Poor loss to the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, pummeling, you know, pummeling the Eels, of course, which once again is no, you know, no signifier of any um, great amount of form, but it looked like that kind of, you know, you know combinations were clicking and, and yep. shit. Um, the uh, Sharkies, yeah, they keep winning. They've been probably the what well, they'd be the best form side going into the finals, most probably. You know, Broncos arguably. Cronulla as well. I, I wouldn't say they're the best form side. I would say they're the most consistent, yeah, good form side. Yeah, you yeah. know, there, there are teams that have had better last couple of rounds, mm-hmm. but Cronulla have, have had the most consistent form for the last little while. I think based on that consistency, I think Cronulla. I'm going to pick Cronulla to win the game. Um, Simple reason to take that take the flogging of the eels out of it, and the roosters have shown an ability to they can fucking lose it they can lose a game yeah, their, for, their forwards can get taken 100%. out of game. Cronulla are the team where the forwards are the basis. For, I mean, like obviously the yeah. forwards are the basis for all teams to yeah. you know, but Sharkies particularly lean very heavily on forward dominance. Yep. 
I, I think the Roosters forward pack are any one of them. Well, maybe with the exception of that corner if he's not injured. Well, he's always fucking injured, yeah, isn't that's he? that's true. Um, I mean, he may as well have AIDS, yeah. I mean, as far as like chronic, you know, <laughs> chronically not being 100%. <laughs> um, they're, really, they're really a bench pack. Like, you know, Radley's an up-and-comer. Yeah. And, and he's a fantastic player. But realistically, you put those forwards, they'd be an impact bench forward at any other club. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and that, that's the Roosters Achilles heel. Yeah. And all, that, all season we've talked, you know, we've been talking about, you know, every, every fucking Roosters game is like, okay, which, which forward pack are we going to, is it going to be the ones that get rolled yeah. on or yeah. is it going to be the ones that, you know, somehow, somehow fucking show us something? Exactly. So, um, and look, the, their game plan of pass the ball to Latrell <laughs> and watch has got them the minor premiership. So and look, I mean, this is a, this is a game plan as old as time, you know, you know the Parramatta Eels pass it, <laughs> pass yeah, it to Semi. It, I mean, it's... Teams do that shit. 100%. He makes shit happen. Um, I, I th- if the Roosters turn up and play Rooster Ball, then they they can come over the top. If they get up and want to get into Shark Ball, mm-hmm. they get buck fucked. So. And when you've and when you got someone like Cooper Cronk, then, and as it goes for the Storm, so it goes for Cooper Cronk. I mean, this guy, he's, he's a, a big game specialist being you yeah. know australia yeah uh, state of origin or finals football with the storm for many many years yeah he's in the most crucial position on the field in terms of managing the game you know when when shit gets difficult you know he can keep him in it with you know his kicking game and and, yeah. and things like that i mean and otherwise i mean they've got some you know very experienced like guys like corner and fucking uh you know maria hargraves uh, i mean they've got a lot of experienced guys that have been through yeah. good Roosters teams over the past five years sort of thing. So, On the other um, note, I'd also like to congratulate James Tedesco. Um, good on, on him for playing on achieving his football. Goal. And, well, you know, the same game. Let's Aaron congratulate Woods. Aaron Woods as well. How um, fantastic left for the them. T- left the Tigers to play finals football. Had to take the long way around, but he got there. <laughs> That's it. You know, sometimes it's about the journey. You know, shout out to Mitch Moses who fucking finished Stone Motherless last year, little fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> you know, but James Tedesco, what a year. Yeah. yeah. Origin. Yep. And um, one of the one of the, one of those players that we considered the top, you know, probably the, the the certainly the top five players in every single game, yeah, of Origin, um, and not Billy Slater, and not Billy Slater. No, I was I was if you were thinking of the five, I was thinking of uh, Tedesco, Tommy Turbo, Jake Turbo, Cook, and who else is in Queensland? I can poor old Tommy Turbo didn't even touch on that in the Manly game. Oh yeah, like it's like fucking two thousand seven Grand Final. Take, take the dude out at the time and the game was in the fucking balance too. Well, no, he, he fractured his eye socket, which is the direct result of making the sort of faces you make if somebody's touching your prostate with a cattle prod. <laughs> the bones just couldn't fucking handle the ligament work and the so cuts cracked. <laughs> so it was nothing to do with that, the, the, knee, the, the, the send-off worthy need of the face that he took. No. There's no such, I don't, there's no such thing as accidents. No. In the, such highly tuned sports athletes. He's, he's trying to move his face in such a way that the ligaments <laughs> are cracking bones. Um, yeah, uh, Tedesco, well done. What, what a fucking champion. But he, he needs to, to step up in this. You know, last week against the Eels, Tedesco didn't get into that game till he saw that people were getting into the game. But that's Tedesco a little bit too. I, know. I, mean, uh, not, I mean, in Origin, I don't feel he was like that because Origin's never been like that where it's yeah. like where 
oh the fuck you you're just running downhill and you you, you smash exactly. them. I mean that that does that rarely happens in state yeah. in state. However, in yeah, but this one right, was yeah. oh shit, there's space fucking everywhere and Parramatta are shit. Oh, I'll start supporting up the middle every fucking play and all this this this. Do that as your fucking usual, Jimmy. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, look, I'm going to go the Sharks. Just consistency at the right end of the season at the moment. Do we, you know, can the Roosters win? Fucking absolutely. The Roosters could come and blow them away. Yeah. They really could. I mean, if everything clicks and for, if their forwards can, can match or better the Sharks forwards, then Cooper Cronk and, you know, he can, he can take over. And, you know, yeah. and, and certainly, you know, guys like, you know, like Cronk and Tedesco, you know, are, are far, and, and, you know, and Luttrell are, are far better than their opposite numbers. <coughs> far better. It's not even fucking, yeah. it's not even fucking close. Exactly. I mean, like Valentine's Holmes, fucking hell. I mean, like, yeah, that dude, he's a fucking, he's a catch and fall over the line winger. Well, here's the thing, right? I'm putting this out there. We've discussed this privately. Yes. Cronulla are Melbourne light. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They've got uh, a Queensland rep fullback, not quite as good as Billy Slater. Well, I don't, um, I don't think. I mean, let's let's put him prime versus prime, and I don't think he's fucking half. Of- you know, all I'm saying is everything Cronulla does, they're trying yeah. to be Melbourne, but they're just not quite as good yes, in every factor. You know, um, a fucking cunt hooker that everybody hates. Yep, not quite as much as Cameron Smith. Um, yeah. <laughs> What did fucking what did Braley do to you? No, Ennis. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay, we're talking yeah. across the yeah, okay last couple of years. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, gotcha. You know, try to fucking cheat. Yeah. And then win couple, a premiership. Couple times. They, yeah. They, the the drugs didn't work, so they could try and capped it as well. That's it. Yep. Um, you know, Bellamy. Well, they they reversed it. Bellamy fucking. Trying yep. to get the broken, broken down, fucking substandard journeyman and turning him into players like like Woods and yeah, Pryor, like a, like they would do with you know like a, a Brian Norrie or whatever Correct. down in in Melbourne. Yeah, Bellamy has uh, yells and warm liquid comes out of his mouth, and then there's Todd Carney. Um, <laughs> but everything Cronulla does, yeah. they're just trying to be like Melbourne. Yeah, but they're just a bit shitter in every <laughs> in every bit. So they're <laughs> Melbourne light. So who are you picking to win the game? Roosters. Okay, final. First elimination final. Um, the Broncos take on the Dragons at Suncorp. Uh, McCulloch is back. And I actually think that Jake Turpin is... Uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure when he's going to usurp McCulloch or if he's going to front up in another club and uh, be their guy. But, I mean, he certainly brought a speed to the to the service and just yeah. a bit of spark out of there that I don't think... I mean, like, McCulloch is, you know, he's, he's good defensively and he's obviously a really reliable guy, but he's kind of... I don't know, like Turpin makes him look a little bit like a plotter. He, he, com- he comparatively, seem, he seems to be more of a Jake friend than a Damien Cook. Mm. Yeah. Um. So the Dragons, fucking timely. Gareth Widdop returns. <laughs> I'm not sure about Kurt Mann on the interchange. It seems like a Trent Barrettish selection, to be <laughs> yeah. perfectly honest. Um, Nightingale. Not in the side. Um, in, he may come back from injury though. Uh, Aiken may come back as well. Fuck it. Then, if they could get him, if they could get some you and Aiken into the centres, yeah. Uh, and you know, probably. I mean, I know that I know that Nightingale. He's been there and done that, but you know, he's clearly the, the dragons don't need safety. Yeah, his best, best is where he's his best is is far fucking behind him. Yeah, exactly. Um. Brisbane, Suncorp factor. Yep. Brisbane's run a form. The Dragons run a form. The Dragons' propensity to fucking have things stuck down their throat and not be able to breathe. Yep. Brisbane. And honestly, like anyone who's going in there, I mean, you know, 
someone well you know like when you got you're like a marathon and there's all like the spectators down the side watching it and you know the spectators will be like you know cheering people on and you know that sort of thing yeah, yeah you can do it yeah i think that you know some if there's any neutrals in you know, the tool nation guys that go into the game then oh, I, I think you should certainly uh you know grab some fun size mars bars and and throw them in your freezer and, <laughs> and just just hand them out to dragons fans as they go into the stadium or something you yeah. know because uh it's, it's going to be a hutchins of a day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What I should have said is a Hutchins a day. I should have, I should have said that uh, because the Dragons fans are going to enter. Uh, you know they're going to they're uh, leave leave Suncorp looking for a new sensation. I just I just had <laughs> visions of you know, Jeff Goldblum sitting in a computer. Going, We've got to get this Mars bar up that ass. <laughs> Hutch Independence Day. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so that's oh. the title. Hang on, just. Uh, <laughs> Um, every, excuse, excuse me, everyone. I'll just, uh, just talk for a minute while I write that down so I don't forget that that's going to tie on the title of the show. Um, <laughs> Will Smith come in here. Oh, welcome to the closet. <laughs> <laughs> like to choke yourself, not that they're in the closet. Yeah, they're, they're not. There's, there's, it's not that they're gay. It's because that's like, where the handle is, where they the belt, where they put the belt in. <laughs> Mailbag, Luke Shield says, does anyone know of an app that removes squeaky chair noise from a podcast? No. No, we don't. I can't hear a thing. <laughs> Cobra Must Burgers. Cobra Burgers. No way Andrew Voss is the next voice of rugby league. It's painful to hear all that shouting. <sighs> How dare you, sir? Fucking, you just watch yourself. The fucking ghost of Daryl Eastlake will C- fuck you up. C-O-B-R-A-B-U-R-G-E-R-S <laughs> for anyone who wants to run at him. Mate, Vossy's been my boy ever since fucking... The yeah. rugby league on PS2 with rugby Fuck league yeah. gazelle. Fuck it. Like, come on, man. Uh, Rusty Hard Up. The Facebook group is cold and brutal. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the Facebook group over, over doubled in size um, over the last week. So if you, you know, get on Facebook and uh, hashtag Tool Nation is the, is the name of the group and put through the approval and uh, uh, get you in there. And um, it's a it's a bit of fun and I think it'll uh, it'll make the off season less intolerable. I think as well. Um, and it's definitely a different vibe to Twitter. just the general Twitter stuff as well. It's actually like Twitter used to be. <laughs> it's kind of got like people people on Facebook, and then they then it got too got too real for them. So then they'd go and be their savage selves over on Twitter under the veil of a cloak of anonymity. Is it just a thing that everyone's fucking happy to run at everyone, and everyone knows it's not really serious? It's just a piss take. Yeah, because if you're in the group, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and, it's and just you know, fucking- yeah, no, no one's going to have a fucking you know, have a yeah. cry about it. Yeah, okay, yeah. a trigger free zone. Exactly. Uh, Sam Spurrett said, uh, can you explain the home game for Panthers in the eastern suburb of, of Newington? Well, it's because there's home, home finals do not exist for suburban ground-having teams since the last couple way. of years. The, the NRL considers that it has hubs of activity. One of them mm-hmm. is Sydney. Mm-hmm. One of them is North Queensland. One of them's Brisbane, mm-hmm. one of Melbourne. them's New Zealand, yep. one of them's Melbourne. So yep. there's five in total. If and I, Canberra as well. I mean, Raiders would also yeah, Raiders would also qualify to have their final there in Canberra. No. Yeah, would they? Yeah, sure? oh, yeah, because that, that's, that's right. a region. They just went down there that, and yeah, fucking Viking yeah. clapped yeah, them yeah. out. Yeah, that's, that's a region. That's a, that's, that's, a, right. that's a home, yeah. yeah, sorry, six. So it used to, it used to be home ground, no matter what it was in the first round. Then it would move to like a home region. So like you know, even if you were like you know the Panthers and you got your your Panthers Park game. 
Game the next one would be like Allianz or ANZ or wherever they want um, to have it, yeah. And in each of those six regions, there is a stadium that is classified as an acceptable finals venue. Big events, so, yeah. And it happens that uh, outside of Sydney, it's just their home stadium. Exactly. So in North Queensland, there are no other fucking options than 1,300 yeah. teeth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. New Zealand, you know, you've got your Mount Smart and the Storm, obviously. There's, you know, the one-team towns yeah. that aren't, you know, they, they benefit greatly from, from, from this, but it's just the way, you know, it's the way yeah. it is. And there was, a, you know, there was a big uproar about it, you know, a couple of years ago. You know, Penrith fans are arcing up, Manly fans are arcing up. Yeah, it just is what it is. Yep. Um, where are we? Stuart Marler. Wow, 34, 34, 34, 32, 32, 32. One win and a converted try per match difference between first and eight. Fucking outstanding. Like, finish. It's just a shame that some of the other games, some of the games didn't quite go the way that they, you know, that they could have to make it even tighter. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, how good is it, though, to see for and against actually matter? Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, it, it, it decided the top four and decided, yes. decided the, uh, you know, five through eight. Put it this way, the 2010 Dragons... Would be fucked. <laughs> yeah, you know? they would have finished fourth at best. <laughs> no, they would have finished eighth. Well, no, that, well, that, it, was, the, that was the Wayne Bennett era that would yeah. win by fucking two points every single game. Yeah, but I mean, assuming assuming they finished on oh, level yeah. points with everyone yeah, else, yeah. they'd be eighth. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, where are we? Occupied Duckburg, aka Mup. Uh, fucking bring it. Your old school listener brings the old school shit. List of all the NRL wooden spooners since episode of seventy seven of this week in league titled the Vuvuzela Triangle. Um, now th- that that episode, the, and we've mentioned it many times since because it's only recently become not a thing uh, over the last two or three yeah. years. But there was a time there. Monday Night Football would feature one of, or if it featured two of either the Eels, the Knights, or the Sharks, it would just be the most diabolically fucking bad game of the season. We had, like, there was, like, an 11... And other other teams like, would be dragged down to the level of shitness. Mm-hmm. If there was yeah. just one of those teams in the in the game, then they would drag the other team down. Yeah. If there were two of them in there... Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And so, the list, so since that episode, <coughs> back over 200, uh, 200 episodes ago, <sighs> the... Uh, the, the wooden spooners since then. Eels, eels, sharks, knights, 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 eels. <laughs> so, uh, never changes. Hashtag wow. good stats. King Levius. Uh, we, uh, he, he's, uh, we mentioned last week that, and uh, we retweeted on our, our uh, timeline, and I think uh, he dropped it in the Facebook group as well, but he's doing um, you know a fundraising uh, charity thing. And so... Um, I kicked in some money on behalf of uh, the show and Tool Nation. So he said, yeah, can't thank you boys enough for the donation. Much appreciated. Uh, Tool Nation has been so great for a bunch of abusive degenerates. Everyone sure knows how to help out a good cause. Forever grateful. So scan our timeline and get in the Facebook group if you want to take a look and uh, throw him some bucks as well for a no Stuff. doubt an excellent cause. Um, and it's sort of like the sip thing. So he's like, you know, got to drink everything, you know, or take everything through a straw. And so I think, I think the, the, um, I think the the uh, the quote I did, you know, you put your comment on the donation. Oh yeah. I think it was a uh, sip on the, on these nuts. <laughs> uh. So uh, hopefully that shows up on my tax fucking receipt. <laughs> Super Grover Four. I love how stepdad gets his mum to keep ringing during the show so he can pretend he has Tinder receptacles chasing him. Hashtag a mother's love knows no bounds. Well, Comments? It, it does. Um, I don't know what. Mothers do to soothe you to sleep down in the place where you fucking call things little boys and you know instead of or is it, or is it fucking, like is it just like is it or is it like is it something that happens with redheaded children I don't know yeah maybe that's it maybe they think they can impart some soul to you 
by sucking the evil out of you. I, I don't know. <laughs> that seems to be an accurate sort of medieval yeah. theory, which is yep. where we know redheaded kids come from. Um, you know, it, uh, I also didn't grow up to wear fucking biscuit packaging in public, so, you know. <laughs> How dare you? That was outstanding. <laughs> it's a fucking barbecue. Fuck off. <laughs> the cunt's suit was purple. Could have at least been number two. Like, if he'd have gone pizza, I would have given him a pass. Yeah, I mean, it's far, yeah, well, I mean he was, you know, he had to keep his storm this, you know, and then he was doing the, the shapes thing for the, you know, for the meetup. Yeah. Um, X Factor underscore cuck underscore. <laughs> hashtag the step dick hashtag of the year. May yet be. Oh, got uh, the hashtag of five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch the Geo, um, the, the Twill Tourist sticker lives on, and he sent us a photograph at, at nights at, at uh, McDonald Jones. Now it becomes a game of how long does it stay there. So yes. that's about probably four weeks, three. Like it's been a while yeah. since he put it up there. So he put it in a great position where you can easily see it there if you know what you're looking for. But it's kind and of not directly like. Also, because of the colouring, it's not obviously out of place. It doesn't exactly look unofficial. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So I say, fucking, if it's there, if it's there for round one next year, fucking go for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, just once again, a reminder to save the date for fucking. It's not going to be called the grand final meetup anymore. It's going to be called Mad Sunday. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Mad Sunday. Get nude, spew, and uh, we'll shoot you through a telephoto lens and send it to Buzz Rothfield. Um, Maybe that's all we should do now. Let's just take photos of dicks. And email them to Buzz Rothfield. Going, oh, there's a dick. I saw a dick. Just <laughs> <laughs> get those like the just send photos like the that old remember those, those old sexy fucking man of league calendar. <laughs> just keep sending him <laughs> screenshots out of that naked football. I can yep. see their ass. Yep, this is horrific. Yep, yep. we well, do it from game situations. You know, like some the yeah. guys lose their dacks and their yeah. ass is hanging out. You go, oh my god, we someone think of the children. The exactly. game's out of fucking control. The players nuding up on the field oh, now, mate. God, um, I'm sure you'd find someone spewing too. Yep, yep. Now, uh, so yeah, September 29th, Saturday evening, that's the members meet, meet up to get to that one. Got to be a member. And then Mad Sunday, <coughs> place on grand final day. And uh, yep, it's going to be at the Edinburgh Castle Hotel in the CBD. Same place as last year, upstairs there. Fucking great location. Still deciding on the Saturday night one. Had some just suggestions sent through to me, though. Um, this place looks fucking great. And if we go there, it'll be in Surrey Hill. So it's, you know, central. Um, I just want to go there's a fucking Brazilian barbecue place where they just keep bringing meat all night there's no fucking salad no rice no shit it's just fucking steak yeah well, I went to one of those like there's one of those like over at Barden or somewhere yeah nice and um it's not too bad okay so they, they try and cut you off I mean, you got a little flag thing that's like you know it's like a little counter thing yeah. like it's green like yeah, yeah keep it coming or red yeah. nah, and I'll go green <laughs> still green <laughs> I don't understand what you're walking. <laughs> you colorblind motherfucker. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, get along to the meetup because yeah. last year, greatest thing about it was all these people who were either on fucking social media together and had never interacted. Yes. All people that weren't from the fucking little Twitter verse bubble. Yeah. That, that you get to meet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, duck in, have a drink, say good day. Yep, and if you go into the game, great. You know, we, we're going to be you know, kicking it off from like midday. So there's plenty of, plenty of time for you to, to get into the stadium for the final. Yep. And, um, but if you're not, you know, like last year, they you know put the big screen on and yep. you know, gave us a little area and everything like that. That's so, um, yeah, get along. It's awesome. Um, 
That's it. That's full time for episode three hundred three. Actually, no. Sorry, one thing is that when you were doing the merch count the other, was, did you do a merch count like last week? Yes. And you said there was like three left. Yes. So sent three out already this week, and I think there's like another three in there. So I don't know what the fuck you were counting. <laughs> Were they sticking together? I, no, not really. <laughs> was it a late night episode? Or you- uh, I don't remember. Okay. I don't, but in any case, um, yeah, we've got a couple of memberships left. So what that represents is the last couple of opportunities to get to the Saturday get to night the one, which is uh, like a, a smaller thing. A, a smaller. We don't we don't get too loose at the Saturday night one because we've got to you know turn around and back it up on the Sunday. But you know, it's still a fucking good night to be had. Um, that's it, full time for episode 303. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We've got our Facebook page as well, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. And don't forget the group, hashtag Twill Nation. Look it up. Uh, you'll need to request approval to get in there. And uh, yep, I'm improving it all the time. So uh, whenever I see him come through, um, and yeah, don't forget to uh, you know hit the like button and uh, share our posts around as well. Help spread the word. Uh, no new reviews this week, so take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section. Go to Sports and Recreation. Click uh, the What's Hot section or check out the What's Hot section. You'll see us in there. <coughs> and um, yeah, choose a rating. Leave a review. Thank you very much in advance. Um, tipping. Punching prolapse, pretty much fucking locked it up as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, got, uh, he's, he's got a five. Uh, I mean, Robbo tried hard to catch him too. They both got eight of eight uh, in the last round, which is a, a great performance. Um, but he's five ahead now. Ooh. And so we've got four four games, two games, you know. Yeah. I think the opportunities to catch him are... He there, would, would, there would have to be a complete Canberra Raiders. He would have to here. absolutely Raiders the fuck yeah. out of these last few rounds. Um Robbo in second place and uh, tied with Mitch. And then we go back one to Peter and uh, back another to Ben Diggity and Alpha Ben RL. And then we go back to Manola, Fragdog, Dayman, and Jared Ash. So we've got a 10-point spread now from first Where to Where did Lynn finish? Uh, I didn't see. Well, so we'll, let's leave it to we'll leave it to the end of the season when it's all, you know, maybe she might come back and get like, you know, whatever it is, you know, like nine or whatever out of the net. <laughs> She might win three of her last one. <laughs> yeah. she, 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 she may get 20 out of her last nine or whatever and uh, and get there. And um, Supercoach is all wrapped up, and I didn't put the screenshot in here to congratulate it, but it's whoever was leading last week. <laughs> Good on you. I forget who it fucking was. Um, I don't think I've got last week's episode show notes in there as well. Congrats, but you, you did a wonderful job, though, and um, and I particularly admire your dedication to the Supercoach thing because this year I literally created a side under the salary cap just so I could create competitions for people to play in. Yeah. And I proceeded to never fucking look. The only time I ever logged in was to get the standings on the group. Yeah, nice. I proceeded to not make a single trade all fucking season. Yep. <laughs> and uh, nor look at my side. And uh, I've no idea how it went. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, but I do. I definitely admire people. So you're people. pretty much Trent Barrett. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. I, I I am the super coach. Good stuff. I have lived. I li- I have lived up to the the prophecy as a, as a, as as the pens would have uh, liked me to be. Um, Last, last man standing. Um, I'd gone through, I've done an audit, and I picked up a regularity out of the two <laughs> remaining combatants. An audit that I must say is, is, is it was as thorough and as um, competent as any of the NRL has there ever was, done. There was no self-reporting here, <laughs> well, you sneaky yeah, cunts. Well, no, it was like, it was, um, it, this, this was like the storm one. Two years later, he's found it. And so, uh, due to a late submission, the winner and the last man standing... The reason, like, the reason is because you thought someone, someone else was still a contender. That's However, it. you've had, gone back and found that they submitted a tip thirty minutes after kickoff of a game or something after the deadline. Oh, it was like a fucking day late. Oh, really? That yeah. late? So that's how I missed it. The time was okay, but oh, the date. God, I'd almost, I'd almost na- uh, name and shame that. Nah, no, 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 no. 
Um, that so to me, that, that sounds deliberate. That's so like the winner trying to is, get one over. Yes. The winner is our old mate, uh, Carsten. Who also- Swiss uh, Cowboys. He, he, so also, he also won a share of the first one we did. Like this, That's the third yeah. one? Yeah. So he he actually won a share of the first one we so did too. So you fucking we- Australian pieces of shit. You can smack that by a fucking- Some fucking watchmaking, army knife making chocolatier knows more <laughs> about football than you do. Fucking fix your lives. And he's just sitting there in neutral like that, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and he's smashing everybody. Unbelievable. That's it. So um, that's so, okay. So congratulations, sir. Uh, I've got your details. Um, we'll send it out. Uh, unfortunately, due to the you know the the, the catastrophic international bank transfer <laughs> fees, you'll have to come down and collect it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you at the meetup. <laughs> we'll see you. So you know, and, uh, so yeah, you'll you'll be able to buy yeah. several beers. That's the other thing I wanted to put out as well. Um, I've seen like, some talk around about people carpooling to the meetup who live in other areas. Yep. So if you're planning on coming and you're not sure because planes get expensive that yes. time of year, yeah. put the word out. Tell people where you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so you're talking about people like coming from where? From other re- fucking regional areas. I don't know. Oh, okay. Some dude yep. from Victoria that was going to drive up. Oh, and then coming and then staying in, and then stay, staying in the, in Sydney. And, yeah. And, okay. Yeah, cool. That's it. So if you're planning on doing it, put it out there and- yeah, don't to- fucking Wolf Creek anyone. Um, Especially if you're coming from south. I mean, you know, don't fucking like. Don't you don't. Have, there's nothing to see at Belanglo. Yeah. Don't stop there. That's it. Don't, don't stop. Don't, no, if, if you if you need to, if you need to take a slash when you're passing through the Belanglo well, area, there's literally nothing there. Did it all fucking catch fire or something? I don't know. So there's nothing but skeletons and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just hold it. Especially why tempt fate. Especially you, Carsten. <laughs> <laughs> don't go into a forest uh, yeah yeah exactly yes but uh, yeah that's yeah yeah. help each other out that'd that's be it. fucking great and um, yeah spread the word because it's always a fucking it's, always, it's, just, it's a great day just having chats and a few beers and shit like that on a Sunday so oh, um, it's, 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 it's the highlight it's the highlight of the fucking rugby league season so get out there yeah and uh, that's it that's all we've got time for see you next week see you next week It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.